What's going on, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Comic Bookies Podcast. Yes, you are now listening or watching live to episode 166. Let's get this thing rolling. Uh, we've been gone for two weeks, but we are glad to be back. Plenty to get into in the comics and entertainment side of the podcast. Obviously, plenty, plenty of books to get into. We'll let you know what we've been reading and loving and what you should be reading as well. And over in the news, plenty to get into. Um, some cancellations over at HBO, but Henry Cavill is back as Superman. Disney Plus news, and whether you care about it or not, I will be giving a much detailed review of the new mobile game Marvel Snap. And over in sports, we have two sports that are now finito. Congratulations to the Houston Astros and Joy Logano as they are both champions. NFL Week 9 is coming gone. Week 10 is here. College football, UCL draws for the round of 16, and much, much more. All on a brand spanking new episode of the Comic Bookies Podcast 166. Let's hit it! I know, ladies and gentlemen, that you have been waiting so, so long to hear our sweet, silky voices, but have no fear. The Comic Bookies podcast is here. Episode 166, you are listening to either live on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. We are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Tomorrow, Wednesday, November 9th, 2022 is New Comic Book Day. So go, if you're in the area, go see Alex over at Treasure Island. He's open every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, or wherever you live United States or worldwide, go and get those comic books. Uh, gentlemen, uh, first thing I want to say is welcome back. Uh, Sean's having some difficulties with his uh, camera, so he's not going to be, you're not going to see his beautiful face tonight for all those who are watching. Uh, but first thing I want to say is it's election day, huge day for this country, so I hope everyone exercise their right to, uh, you know, have their voice heard and to vote however they want their, uh, you know, wherever they see their their issues in the states or you know countrywide or whatever but yeah hope everyone had a good election day fellas long time no see i know we we text every day but long time no see on the skype for the podcast yeah i think to what you just said bro uh, election day is the only day i think i might be okay that there's no sports on i know everyone including the athletes are likely taking their uh talents to the voting booths and going that's out. why there's no basketball on that's <laughs> why nothing oh, okay. all really... NBA, yeah all nba teams played yesterday it was a scheduled day off for every nba team oh. today and i think tomorrow i believe 28 of the 30 teams or 30 of the whatever it is i think it's like two teams that are off tomorrow but yeah it was a scheduled day so there was what like three nhl games then like all the canadian teams played each other or what <laughs> so it looks like hey <laughs> So, you can, so there was no hockey either? You can stop the NBA, but you can't stop that Maction, baby, because I know there was some college football <laughs> on today. Oh, um, don't oh, I'm not man. sure about hockey, but I know there was some uh, Maction on today. So that's uh, pretty pretty cool, I guess, for those degenerates that still got a bet. Because we, you know, we get into November. This is that time of year where we pretty much got football like every single day of the week now, right? Yeah, right. So, I mean, the degenerates that are gambling, um, but unfortunately, um, Mark, you probably want to speak the most on this. Uh, um, unfortunately, us out here in California will not continue to be unable to gamble online or on any of these apps. So that's very, very, that's very unfortunate. It, you know, because like for me personally, I wouldn't be doing a lot of it, but just to be able to just to have the opportunity like, oh, you know what? 
you know, because like me, you and my brother talk a lot and he's got getting all these free plays and there's this kind of incentives to just kind of stay more in tune with the games and just make it more interesting and fun. And um, yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate that we're not going to be able to do that. Prop 26 and Prop 27. 26 was to allow it on the Indian reservations, which also allowed for um, what was it uh, like dice games and roulette as well, mm-hmm. because obviously right. us here in Northern California or Southern California out to Vegas, we out, go out to Reno to do our, you know, fun on the tables and whatnot. So mm-hmm. it would have been kind of cool to see that past. I obviously, um, you know, was more intrigued by the prop 27 which was letting like the that draft kings of the world and the fan duels of the world obviously come into california huge market um california legalized marijuana the first state to do it years back you know obviously it's brought all types of i mean actually they were the first state to do it excuse me like medically right but i think colorado might have been the first state if i'm not mistaken i believe you're right yeah uh, Colorado for recreational purposes but you would think with california right um like with all the money and taxation and whatnot, but I don't know. It kind of hurts. Uh, the local bookies or, you know, the underground bookies are probably going to be loving it, but I just don't understand like, why not? Um, us here being a big part of our show when it comes to like sports right. and whatnot, I think it would have been cool to be able to go to an Indian reservation, um, you know, kind of place a bet on the team. If that's what they were going to do, maybe build a little sports book out here somewhere. But I don't know why they were fighting of like one was opposing the other. I don't know why both of them couldn't have just like had their place. Right. Obviously, some people want to do it at home. Some people aren't going to be able to make it to a Indian reservation casino every weekend to drop parlays or bet on their favorite NFL team. With, you know, so, I mean, I don't know if they canceled each other out or some people just voted yes on one, no on the other or kind of just not enough votes for either uh kind of disappointing though so i literally read this right in pre-production the news came across the wire right. there, <clears throat> and um it was a tweet that i saw uh, i sent it to you guys but uh arsh arash markazi he said california sports betting propositions will lose handedly not only did they lose but those were his words in this tweet uh hmm. ash uh, markazi they will lose handedly um sucks but we'll see i wonder i wonder if it's just not i wonder if it's just enough people don't care about it that they're like "Eh, no you know like if people just don't know what it's about they automatically just go no you know like if they don't do their homework or they don't see enough you know like whatever if they don't care about sports or gambling or whatnot they're automatically it's an automatic no that's i mean i I, I don't want to read too much into it because i you know i have no skin in the game meaning I, i don't i'm not you know, I have no education. Like I know I'm not involved in this in politics and stuff. So I probably sound like a dumbass right now. But, yeah, it's just unfortunate. You know, like a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, not even sports related, but like Michael Rappaport, he is a part of this site called Captain Picks. Um, Bill Burr does every Thursday's podcast, him and another comedian um, do a, a weekly like, you know, uh, like a, a mini super contest. They each pick four games against the spread like we do. They do a season long kind of thing, and it's sponsored by uh, BetMGM. So it's like not just FanDuel and, and, and you know, um, DraftKings or whatever, but all those other small places. Well, <laughs> BetMGM is probably huge. But it's like every single time I hear any kind of sponsor or any, any mention of that on your phone, I just kind of roll my eyes like, oh, well, it's not out here, you know. 
it's hard to understand that too because you wonder if like some people just have like even like just a morals thing oh i don't like gambling so i'm just gonna ruin it for everybody it doesn't impact you directly but you just right. kind of want to ruin it for everybody so yeah that's, that's you know it's not like it's again like the abortion the death penalty any of those kind of things like, we're talking about gambling here like right i don't know man. that's a hard one right I mean, it's a bigger it's obviously there's a lot bigger issues in this country than California being able to bet on sports. But what I'm saying at the end of the day, it's just kind of like, you know, whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Giving the power to the people and how like liberal this state is, you would think that it would be something like whatever. If you want to smoke weed and bet on sports and smoke weed and bet on sports, you know, probably get high as hell, make some bad pits, give give some more money to the government and uh, (laughs) the state. So but I don't know. Just I just think it's kind of something. I don't know. It's just not that big of a deal, in my opinion, to just be able to. And you see the commercials with like, oh, I already have my kid. I already have a. I'm already scared enough of what my kids, you know, all the propaganda commercials of what my kids are going to see. I'm already scared enough of what my child has to see online and da 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 da. And now this is going to put basically like a casino at their fingertips. Like, okay, you're going to, you're going to need to be 18 or 21 to open an account. You need to be able to fund the account. You're going to have to have a a routing number and account number. Yeah. I don't think a 13, 14 year old. You know, is going to be opening DraftKings accounts and trying to fund a. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it sucks, but it is what it is. But yeah. let's try no. to have a good podcast because that is kind of gut punching, <laughs> gut punching news to me. Because right, I mean, I've been using like offshore sites for ten years already. You know, and you know. obviously your brother down there in Arizona, we're all weekend talking about the games and texting and talking about the lines, and he's sending his off boots and everything from DraftKings and FanDuel and. Man, it just seemed pretty cool to have like that type of uh, something right. like those, you know, that outlet offered to us here in California. And it's not going to happen. And it just sucks. Someone that's been, you know, getting checks from like weird countries to try to deposit some money that I won or like, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, yeah. kind of it's, hey, it's hey, hey, you know what, Mark? Hey, that <laughs> those that offshore account and the World Cup four years ago or five years ago now <laughs> yeah, is what legendary. funded me getting the first appearance of reverse flash when I went to Comic-Con <laughs> in 2018, bro. So, hey, I, that I is right. I you better have your that, accounts so. loaded for November 9th, uh, November 20th. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Two more things. One, if, if those commercials are, if they're making uh, parents worried about what their kids see and stuff, maybe you should look in the mirror and see how you're parenting and stuff. And, yeah. you know, but you get them the, they, you get them the, you get them the phone so they can download TikTok on it, but you're worried TikTok about and, them. And Roblox and stuff, yeah. and they spend hundreds of dollars on the whatever the Robux or you're whatever. You're worried about them funding a DraftKings account when they won't even be able to without, like, licenses and bank accounts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's and just, my daughter, and I found out I did the math, uh, Maddie is going to be 18 the uh, in the during the right before or i mean sorry the december before the 2036 election so the 2036 presidential election she'll be 18 almost 19 so she'll be able to vote she got a cool little future voter sticker uh when when i took her today so that's pretty cool yeah that's another topic voting should be later on i don't even think 18 year olds should be voting man but whatever well yeah yeah (laughs) i mean yeah if other yeah exactly that's a whole other at least 20 (laughs) at least 25 man like get 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 some like life experience under your belt and hold (laughs) a job it actually matters yeah (laughs) that's you know what that's actually pretty true because because how many 18 year olds are watching the news actually paying attention to stuff i mean you know a good a good uh 
you know, there's a, some good kids out there who actually really pay attention, and that's what they're gonna. That's and, their lifelong goal and their lifelong, you know, aspirations to be involved in politics. But most are just making TikToks right now. So. And you remember the last ballot here in this beautiful state of California? They tried to change it to 17. They wanted to right. push it to like 17 as long as you were like graduating that year. But like, mm-hmm. say you were graduating, whatever. If you were turning 18 that year and graduating, like in October. Or, or right. something, you know, but I mean, in, uh, if you're turning 18 in October, but come on, 17. Yeah. It's a dream. Back, everybody. Nice to be back. We took a week off and uh, I know, right. We took a week off. I mean, I got the new, I got the new dog, uh, on the first, so yes, it's going pretty well right now. Um, uh, and then Halloween of course was Monday, so we didn't get a chance to, uh, before we get into the books, Caleb, yo, what's up? Hopefully you went out and voted and voiced, you know, help uh, voice your opinion for your state. Uh, let's do it. Comic books. Let's get into it. So DC on the DC side, we have Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth six, Wonder Woman seven ninety three, Nice House on the Lake is back with number eleven, Batman versus Robin three, Batgirls twelve, and we have actually a couple like I kind of want to start you know shouting out these number ones, the Golden Age one, Wildcats definitely uh, picking up that one. Number one comes out, and it's the 30th anniversary of the death of Superman. So they have a 30th anniversary special for those of you who've actually never, you know, read that that amazing story from the early 90s. Marvel gives us amazing amazing Spider-Man 13, uh, Moon Knight 17, Venom 13, Avengers 62, Wolverine 27, and a number one coming out this week, Fantastic Four number one. Image Spawn 335, Seven Sons 6, and Two Graves number one. Boom Studios gives us also number one, Specs. AWA gives us Year Zero, Volume Zero, number two. Actually, the website that does all the um, – not the giveaways, but like the the auction stuff, Whatnot or whatever that I downloaded, they actually are publishing their own story. So Ninja Funk, number one, comes out this week. And a book that I'm actually getting, I actually went back and put it on the pool list um, yeah, from Ablaze Comics, Traveling to Mars. Number one comes out tomorrow. Oh, Caleb's only 17. He can't even vote. Oh, darn. <laughs> I'm sure you have your opinions. Though. I'm sure you're well informed, like every 17 year old in this country, sir. So, but enjoy the podcast if you're going to be here for a while. He just uh, heard. He just heard our spiel. About the- <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, go <laughs> back We love you, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if your state has legalized, uh, you know, online gambling, but we just failed out here in California again. So. All right, fellas, let's go. I have a huge stack of comic books. I know I only want to actually get into and review a handful of them because we don't want to have a three-hour podcast. But um, you guys go ahead and start while I kneel down here and get this freaking 10-pound stack of books. I'm going to start off with the Punisher War Journal. I really liked it because the more and more I'm reading these Punishers, the more and more it's starting to include Daredevil. And I'm loving it because I read Daredevil number four also. And I just see that this is on a collision course. Dude, I know. Mike has that look right now. It's awesome, bro. It's really good. Oh, so both. So the Punisher story is meshing kind of. Oh, it's hand in hand with the Daredevil story. I mean, obviously, I'm reading Daredevil, and I know with the whole Punisher uh, thing going on in that story. And but man, I didn't know that it was hand in hand. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it ran. It's funny because I think when we, man, I got like number two or number three. It kind of like hinted, and I brought it up to Mike, where we're kind of like, oh, we'll see. And now it's like pretty much inevitable that they're gonna be like even like the uh, cover page of the next Punisher is literally Punisher and Daredevil like jumping at each other. So Say what? Daredevil and Electra, badass. They're Mr. Uh, Mr. Punisher, badass. Frank. You know, Mr. Frank the Tank. Better watch out. The fist. 
<laughs> Can I say something real quick, guys? If you guys no. want to get back on this daredevil, but I'm just ahead, I'm scrolling man. right here. AWA, man. I mean, I, I mean, I know Mike probably still reading some stuff. I see Year Zero Volume Zero Number Two is coming out this week. Mm-hmm. I remember I got the first uh, offering of that Year Zero, I believe. Mike, I don't think I think you might have also, but you didn't continue. The zombie never... one? No, I didn't. But. I mean, AWA, that was like when they first came out, it was just uh, I was all on them. Right. And um, they were doing real good stuff, not to like bash on them or anything. But I just haven't. I mean, I personally haven't been pulling anything from them lately. Have you guys? Um, It was it was there was a time like the first year we had like two, three, sometimes even four books at the same time, depending on how many different side stories from the resistance there was. Uh, But I just finished the Joneses from from the like the resistance world. And currently I have one. I'm getting that sacrament. A story from AWA. Mm-hmm. I would it. definitely take another Bad Mother though, a sequel oh, to Bad Mother. Yeah. Red Border really was really good too. Man, mm-hmm. I mean AWA. I was loving those AWA books for a while. I've kind of fell off once again. Like I said, nothing on them. It's just I haven't been checking them out as, as much. Um, you know, but no, you're right. Maybe I'll check them out at SDCC 2020. Okay. Oh, Mark. No. Oh. Did I? It was a is. huge reveal. No, okay. For the yeah, I hope hope you no one knows what that. That's means. why we have pre-production, bro. <laughs> no, I, and I forgot. And you know what? I you know what? And I meant to like put it into the intro, like, and we have a huge announcement for twenty, you know, for July of twenty twenty-three. You know, but I. I oh, you didn't put it in the intro either, or else no, I would have caught up but on it. Was it. A huge thing that I was going to announce at the end. So hold on. So hold on. So let's yeah. So um, let's go back into the books though. Um, shoot, man, I should go to like the the bottom of the book because we missed two weeks and of course you know of course the two weeks that you're off it's like oh here's a stack of 10 and here's a stack of 11 so here's all the books that i freaking read and it actually it also includes the, like the week that i would have been prepared for next week i try to get ahead for you guys for you man I did nice. so are you want us I, I, w- I want to say talk about a book that i actually read i don't know how big it was um but mm-hmm. it's just from that bad idea uh, oh, it yeah. was that escape, one. Yeah, escape from Wyoming. It was kind of trippy, dude. It was uh, not surprising. I mean, yeah, exactly. Not surprising. Right. But it was, you know, I'm trying to pull it out right here. But here's the cover. It was it, you probably Ooh, can't yeah. see because the damn green screen crap. But it was pretty cool, dude. It was, it was kind of funny. It was like a guy from like another planet. He basically is getting arrested and his or like he has to serve a life sentence and he has to it's like a like some zombie type stuff right but he has to come out to count to the earth right to wyoming that's like his sentence it's like a super maximum earth prison and whatnot and there's a bunch of like like weirdos from all these galaxies they escape and now they're like in this like place in wyoming and it's it's pretty trippy it's pretty funny um i don't know if it's really like all that my type of, of reading i don't know if i'm gonna continue pulling it but you know bad idea i know they try to like make their books kind of um what am i trying to say um like jordan's right or like uh right no no yeah like you can only buy one by one and then the first person that comes to the shop gets like the the pin or i mean the sticker or whatever the patch whatever yeah yeah, so I figured I'll pick it up. I never got anything bad idea. He had like the whole little set there, Alex did mm-hmm. from Treasure Island Comics. When you go and pay, and it's like, I was like, I'll check it out, right? They had two new ones that came out, but um, yeah, it's my little bad idea review, Escape from Wyoming. It's written by uh, Robert Vendetti, 
uh, oh Robert Venditti is really good I, I liked his um he, uh when when rebirth the biggest thing I've read from him is the rebirth um when that came out in 2016 when I started reading comics he did the I think he did the whole run, most of it at least, of the How Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. And that was actually one of my favorite um, um, Rebirth runs, actually. And he did like all 50 issues. Oh, like, really? At, at issue 50, it stopped. And I was like, oh, man. And then he started something else right after. And it was one of those ones where I finally started making the decision to read a few of them. And I didn't really like it, so I dropped it. I forgot what it was, though. So, But no, I, I, I definitely liked his writing on the Green Lantern Corps one. So yeah, that's cool. Let us know if you guys read it. It's pretty cool. So yeah, I think all the I I think all the other ones I have actually no one more that I want to talk about um, that I read that you guys did not pick up. Um, although I am excited for this uh, week coming out uh, for us. I know we all get it. I think it's the house, nice house on the lake. That last mm-hmm. issue kind of left us like a cool little cliffhanger, right? I really really enjoyed it. Um, but this one here was Deadpool, the first Deadpool, uh, not the first Deadpool, but number one, obviously, this little uh, reboot that they made. Um, it's, I mean, what can I say? I never read a Deadpool comic before. This is written by, uh, what's, I think it's a girl that writes it, if I'm not mistaken, Wong. Um, it's uh, Alyssa Wong, the writer, Martin Cocolo. Cocolo is the artist. Um, it's pretty funny. You obviously get the little Deadpool uh, little vibe and whatnot, but it's humor. like humor. I don't know if I don't know if this um, this character that. So basically, the plot of the story is this chick that's like a poison ivy type character. I can't remember her name. I'd have to go back and look, but she's basically the horror. That's what they call her. I don't know if she's new. Um, and you, excuse my ignorance here, but the horror, she comes in, she's got a symbiote and the symbiote can't live and can't grow any other way than Deadpool. Right. Anybody anywhere. She tries to grow the symbiote, which is like a, a carnage type symbiote. Right. So she basically implants it into Deadpool's body. He's going around growing like this crazy symbiote out of him. And um, so it kind of ends with him turning into like half Deadpool, half carnage at the end. So it's kind of, I mean, it's a trip, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I think I might pull it because it's just Deadpool and it's something different. Um, the owner of our comic book shop that sponsors this fine, lovely podcast isn't too uh, fond of the Deadpool. So I, um, you know, I kind of got it anyway because I told him I, I was going to read it and pick it up and just challenge myself to some more Marvel stuff. You're such a but, rebel, Mark. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh, nah. The horror, but it, it's it's really uh it was all right. I don't know exactly where it's gonna go, but with the whole carnage thing at the end, I think it might have uh kind of got my attention, right? Because yeah. Uh, but that's the uh Let's Deadpool see. number one. I thought you guys might have got it, but you didn't. So I just wanted to give a little review of that one. No, I do have I, I I have like this stack here that's like you know which one would I recommend out of these ones? Uh, Sean, I don't know if you're getting like the brand new uh, actually from the same author Philip Kennedy Johnson the new Alien kind of arc. I'm not that, getting that one, but I've heard it's actually really good. Yeah, I, I read number two. It's 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 crazy. It's uh like a group of five or six. They're like pretty much like superhero like not superheroes, but they're you know they they're like supers, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, pretty much like indestructible somehow. And so the company kind of 
employs them to go get something that's going to take care of like this whole big disease, right? But of course, it's infested with the you know with the aliens. Yeah. And so so issue two is they're finally finally just met like the 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 all, the, the motherboard, you know, like the you know everyone everyone and their mother is there, and then all of a sudden uh, they because they go to a planet that normal people shouldn't be able to survive on in the atmosphere and so they finally at the very end they see people who are surprisingly able to survive there so it's actually a cool little twist um but like i said philo kennedy johnson sacrament from awa is pretty good peter milligan that's issue three of five this one's pretty good from vault comics mindset uh i read number four uh it's actually pretty good from zach kaplan and then the deadliest bouquet this one's from Image, so yeah, three different or four different uh, publishers for this one. Erica Schultz is on this one. It's about uh, three daughters trying to solve her their mother's murder, who was a Nazi hunter. So pretty cool, or at least their grandmother was. I forgot what it was, but out of those four, I'd probably recommend either Alien or the Mindset one. The Mindset one's just about um, some like, you know, uh, smart kids who develop this app that can actually like they they kind of promote it. And advertise it as a, you know, oh, like a mental relaxation kind of like clears the mind, but it's more like mind control. And so you they, talked and about so, this one before. I yeah. Think, and so like, it's kind, yeah. it kind of feels like the show Silicon Valley in a sense, mm-hmm. but like it's specifically about like this mind control app and like they even use it on people to like, oh, oh, I'm mm-hmm. not going to buy your app or I'm going to give you this or whatever. So they try to use it actually on people. Yeah. It, it gets really like they're good people. And then because with how Silicon Valley and how just, you know, cutthroat it is and, you know, when so much money is involved in everything, people start to kind of turn, you know, so it's it's actually a really good book. I was going to actually ask you too, going back to that alien book, actually, actually is a pretty cool twist. I think they do it right. So like, there's a people who are like the quote unquote supers. How is their interaction with the aliens in the book? Yeah, you know what? I actually I think there was actually a page where it got some of like the like the, you know, the nasty venom on them that should yep. like burn their skin and it didn't. Right. Mm-hmm. And so but then again, it's only six of them versus like a thousand of the yeah, yeah. of the aliens. So who knows like what they actually are able to do, you know, so it's actually an interesting story. And yes. I wouldn't mind, you know, if you guys picked it up, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Mark, you're kind of behind because it kind of not, not really ties in, but it's like it's the same writer. So um, but I, you know what? No, I wouldn't say that you had to to get it. Uh, we talked Daredevil. That's pretty cool. Collision course with uh, Punisher. Amazing Spider-Man, God damn it, it's getting better, you know? Like, it was one of the ones where I was on the cusp of, like, yeah, actually, like, getting <laughs> rid of it, you know? And then Hobgoblin's freaking here, and now there's two of them, you know? It's like, Who God, told God. you? Who, like, told, who told you? Keep hanging on. Yeah, dude, so issue 11 and 12 are the ones that I read over the last couple weeks, and God dang it, like, like, it's actually pretty good. Like, Norman Osborn's really trying to turn the leaf and be, like, a good person, right? And, um... Yeah, I mean it's actually pretty good. I thought I thought for sure that after that first arc, I was like, oh, this is dumb, you know. Like, but <laughs> but is is he really trying to be a good person? No, we don't right. know that yet. Right, because he lied to him. He said, hey, you thought you said the meeting was like Wednesday when it was tonight, you know, yeah. or like last night, right? And then he gets effed up by Hobgoblin, and of course he's you know playing the fool, and now now there's two of them. Ned Ned Leeds makes two. So we'll see what happens. I have in my hand right here issue 13. Or, or no, it's coming out this week. So yeah, this week issue 13. So I can't wait to discuss that in a, f- in a few weeks after we read it. You guys want to speak more on the Amazing Spider-Man? 
Uh, I know I didn't, I'm not getting it anymore, so Mark, Mark would have to jump on. Oh that. God! But yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, there's there's not too much. Um, uh, did you end up reading uh, Strange Academy? Finals? I did. I didn't, because um, I wasn't sure. So, so you did get it. Okay, cool. So I did I was, get in right, so we could talk that one next week. No, that yeah, was good. yeah, next week for sure, because I still have like shit, like yeah, six, seven good. books out of that whole freaking stack. So, mm-hmm. um. Let's see what else. Now this is from like then the next week, uh, deceased, the final uh, war of the undead gods, and eh, just more zombie stuff, you know, just off continuity stuff that I always like. The sixth and final issue of Flashpoint Beyond was pretty good. Sean, you've read Flashpoint, it kind of, you know, you know, because Flashpoint Beyond is like Flashpoint, but then at the same time it's also a little bit of Watchmen. So I think you kind of yeah. have to be in on the Watchmen and like that universe, so to speak. But that one's like really it's good. good. Though. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And that's pretty much. Um. You know, <laughs> I thought the Flash uh, issue was pretty funny, <laughs> with like the the wrestling, like the intergalactic mm-hmm. wrestling and the stuff. The cover was killing me. Hella funny. Yeah. It was actually pretty cool. So. Uh. But now I think we're getting to pretty much the ones that we've all read. Actually, uh, I recommend this wholeheartedly anyone who's going to get anyone who likes the dc uh the black label the big old versions of your books if it ever comes out in a smaller version grab it but this uh rogues the fourth and final issue of this um one was really really good like i've been i I said this like last month or whatever just captain cold golden glider you know they do they do one last little heist or whatever and they of course go to gorilla city and try to rob from gorilla grod Things go sideways, and they actually uh, hold his baby boy for, up for ransom. So uh, the final, fourth and final issue is just what comes about that. But, yeah, that's all for me as Mike, far as ones that you guys uh, haven't read. Um, before for- we get into the ones that I think you want to talk about, let's talk about action real quick, man. Well, that was one of the ones I wanted to talk about because that oh, one was that, I don't- amazing. Sean, you, you don't get action, do you? I don't get action. I just get detective. Okay. Oh, man. Like, yeah, the artwork that we even text about, it, it was definitely a nice house on the lake. Definitely a um, not action. Yeah. Action comics. Action. Action was was not ha- nice house on the lake. Um, you're no, talking it, about the uh, Riddler. Right. The Riddler. This one. This one kind of. Fe- oh, never mind. Because I'm looking at the first few pages. I guess it kind of looked like that. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. <clears throat> but no, this one's good. Always love a good story with, with Metallo because Metallo is pretty cool because he's like all robot, but then he, you know, what powers him and everything is kryptonite. So it's like if he gets close to Superman, you know, it's it's literally his kryptonite. So it's pretty cool. Pretty good story. And what but, they got the um they, oh, the kid they that the kid that he's with supposedly has the fire of Olgren. Oh, and, dude. And then you got the new gods in there with Orion. Oh my and they're god, coming, so dude. cool. Yeah, you know, it it was actually a pretty good story. You know, I've kind of had my uh, thoughts and, you know, my cons on this, obviously, this um, story or this arc. But you mentioned him earlier, Philip Kennedy Johnson, man. Uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing here. I yeah. think mm-hmm. I like I like with the kids involved and now they're like trying to get after him. And um, did they did they end up taking him at the end? Hold on. But they talked to the. Yeah, like you said, the Metallo dude. Um I think that were they just fighting 
I think they were just fighting, and then at the very end, it was oh, like um, Metallo's sister did not show up for her her regular visit. That's so now right. He, so now he's like he's probably contemplating shit. Like I have to go with Lex Luthor, right? But mm, no, dude, right. anything with New Gods, Dark Side, Orion, uh, the 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 High Father, um, Calabac, like all those guys. Like I love stories that involve the New Gods because it's something that's like not well known, and it was I, I was actually proud of myself for actually getting involved with it and learning all that I could. Um, when I first then, started with comics, right? Because I saw it for the first time on one of the stories. I like, what the hell is this? So I went back and read, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths from the 80s and everything, and just a, a bunch of stories like the origin of Darkseid and the New Gods. So and that's yeah. the New Gods are from the um that that where where they were at in that older that last arc. Right. Yeah. So oh. you had and then you had um. What's uh, his name? Oh God, the main dude. Can't well, even think. Of- well, yeah, yeah, you had uh, what's his name, Mongol. Yeah. Mongol. Yeah, so, but you, then you have like Granny Goodness and the Furies, and then you have Orion. You have uh, Mister Miracles from there. That that's what they switched, right? Like Orion went with Darkseid, and then they and then Darkseid, uh, Mister Miracle is <clears throat> is Darkseid's kid, and they switched. So is Mongol a new god? No. Oh. Yeah, pretty pretty good story. I will say that. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what we get at two ten forty nine, and obviously like, I oh, think ten fifty is going to be that big issue, right? Or that right. special and, and edition. They're from New Genesis, by the way. The New Gods. Yeah, they're from New Genesis. That's what um, uh, well, the, uh, Apocalypse. Remember, not War World, but it's Apocalypse. War World. And then, that's and it. And then and then New Genesis. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not too familiar that's when, with that's that. Because that's, that's when Metron came in in the chair. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm. You know, I'm getting, I'm like that whole world in those like oh, world, dude. I'm I, not familiar with yeah. it. And I have I plenty. Say, I have plenty of stuff in in the garage that, that you can come over, grab, and I, read through real quick when you want, and you'll be kind of. I have kind my of opinion on it. on it though. I don't know how much I like it. It's like some like some books are good. So I mean, I mean, I, I was I, it was like a roller coaster through those arcs of the of the uh, war world and whatnot recently that I just read, but. Right. I like I like now that they're still in it, but now they're like back to doing like um, Metropolis type stuff, and now they're back on right. Earth, no. and mm-hmm. now that's yeah. like their world is coming to our world, kind of. It's just a right. I'm excited. I mean, it's, it's it's not necessarily it's not necessarily War World itself, but yeah, it's so, something out there. So now it's New Genesis, Genesis, now it's Apocalypse. So yeah, so it's something different that's kind of not really related to Mongols. That's that's why it's going to be good too, because it's not. It's not Metropolis continuing with the War of War World, right? It's something completely different. So, but they're looking for the fire of Ogron that was on War World, right? R- right. So that that's what I mean. It's somehow connected. Oh, uh, but, but, you. but now different people from different worlds are now coming and trying to claim it, right? So yeah, it's gonna. And the be, more the more I understand, the more I understand it, the more I think I can like it. Not understanding all the worlds and the gods and the this mm-hmm. and you know so. With you explaining it to me, Michael, I very, very much appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Because obviously the comic game is so big and there's so many characters. And you know me, I've I've kind of drafted, drifted, drafted. I'm always thinking of racing, aren't I? I kind of drifted towards a Joker, a Harley Quinn, the DC kind of like, you know, it's just um, I I wouldn't even say I'm too much of a Superman guy on honestly. like stop me, you know. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. Just uh, don't attack right. me. <laughs> but you know, I'm like a much more of a Batman guy, and just uh, 
you know, they all the jokes about him not having the superpowers and whatnot. And it wasn't that just in like one of the was that in the Penguin or the Riddler book that we read? They were like joking about him not having the superpowers or something. Like yeah, I, th- yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But, OK, uh, so, so which one's next? I have Detective, the Riddler, Year One and the Penguin, the one uh, the one bad day. That penguin was a dead ass, man. That penguin one was really good. It was, you know, it was cool because it was sort of a continuation. Like you didn't really know the full spectrum of the story if you weren't involved in the Batman related books that he was in. Mm-hmm. Right. Like how they, you thought he was dead or he killed himself and he frames Batman and everything for that. And now he's laying low, even in that side story with Catwoman and stuff. Oh, like, is this a continuation of that? I mean, it feel it feels like it, right? Because he's trying to like get back on. Oh, his come feet, back! Trying, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't even think outside. about that. Like, That's it, a good take. Like it could be a one-off, right? I thought it was just a one-off, but you might be right. It could be a one-off based on Batman supposedly offing him in that at the end of that right. story. Right. So the psychology. Does, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. The psychology that he plays on like each character to like he's honest yet manipulating them like each and every person that he gets to get his crew back and even like batman the way he plays him basically said just give me one night and then you can do whatever you're gonna do after tonight (laughs) even at the even that shit was so dope he starts off he tells the dude he's like well what are you gonna do with three bullets well i started it off with one one. one. it's been pretty good dude Dude, it was hella good his interaction is so dope i I love how the like i don't know i love the way the author like has penguin talk john ridley john ridley dude it's so good like interaction with the characters dude it is it is john yeah john ridley is the one who writes the history of the dc universe that like six or seven long issue uh the big ones like you know where he writes kind of like an uh another type of history of a bunch of characters in the dc universe i'm loving these bro yeah dude these the dude good. in the beginning tells him that he, with the one bullet he should just off himself. And then he makes it. <laughs> he gets to that chick with the with the big fists, right? She's like a small chick. Lily, Lily, oh, Lily's my favorite. Lily, she's just pounding whoever she, dude. And then he ends up killing the dude. And then the stripper, the prostitute chick, freaking, she's like, "You're weird, dude," because she's just trying to get money, and he's well, trying to get like her five or ten the, bucks. He's trying to hire her for the crew for him to get back to the top of Gotham, right? Mm-hmm. And then just uh, as it continues, like Sean said, he just keeps on like recruiting like people, just these oddballs, right? Finally gets to his guy that took him out, right? Umbrella Man, which I'm not familiar with either. Umbrella Man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he that's a, a real suit though. Yeah, uh, very clean. I don't know. I'm not familiar with, familiar with the character. That might just be something that they made up in the one-off. Right, that there's something that they carried his umbrella, and then like when they thought he was dead, that's who took over. So that's what he was known for. So that's what his villain name is: is Umbrella Man. And then obviously it's Montoya as the commissioner in this, so mm-hmm. it is kind of like a new school, like you said, Mike. It could be spinning off from that the end of that story. Um, yeah, but dude, it's it's really good. He goes to that bank to try to get some money. He says that they owed him like a bunch <laughs> of millions. And um, I actually really, really did enjoy this story. This is like one of those books that I'm going to put up there, you know, and kind of, you know, this is something I'll come back to like years down the road with like the Harleen and like criminal sanity type stuff and all those right. good black labels that we get. And um, 
Mm -hmm. I mean, and like just the interaction with him and Batman. It's like he's like, what are you talking about? Like, you're coming after me. How many rapes, murders and everything are like, are you missing right right now? now? Like right now while you're talking to me, like when I was in charge, when I was in charge of crime, there was actually like respect and order for things around here. Now it's just anarchy under Umbrella Man. So he's like, it's actually, you know, kind of made a point. Uh, One little comment on John Ridley. He's actually a screenwriter, and he was a showrunner, and he was also the um, – if no one knows, he won an Academy Award. He was known for uh, – he was the – That name does sound familiar. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 12 Years a Slave. He won an Academy oh, Award for Best Adapted nice. Screenplay for 12 Years a Slave. So he's uh, also the creator and showrunner yeah. of the anthology series American Crime. 12 Years so, a yeah. Slave is good. Yeah, and then so I love how I love how like these one shots, how they always like go back to the child childhood years, right? Where they, oh, of course, obviously, Trauma. I think probably the book we're going to talk about next. It's like the same thing that you get you get that flashback to the childhood years that I love, just kind of where they stem from. And man, um, the the mom paid the kids at his school to go to his birthday party. Birthday party. party. Mm-hmm. Gave a damn about Steven and, something or something like that. Oh yeah, thank you, Steven. Something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Paul Dano, the actor who plays the Riddler in the Batman, has now started uh, his own comic book series, The Riddler Year One. So, as we would probably guess, Mr. Edward Nigma, um, like in a lot of iterations, like Batman Forever and the Gotham TV show, just getting shit on left and right. And just leads him to become this mastermind, you know, of riddles and games and stuff, which sometimes it ends up in ending people's lives. So what do you guys think of the Riddler year one, number one? It was fire, bro. It was I this. I thoroughly so, enjoyed it. I mean, I knew this was going to happen. Let me rewind a couple months back to when we maybe two months, three months when we got that previews book that we get that nice chunky it's like christmas morning every time mm-hmm. michael goes and grabs oh, dude oh, right man, out I the get, mail like, he feels like that I get weight big, on that package oh, like when, it, when it's not in the usps envelope but in an actual cardboard box chef's kiss bro love it yeah, exactly so i when when i was reading that and i i think i pulled like six dc books alone from that from that previews and i remember texting you guys too i'm like dude tc is killing us this we had the harleen 30th on there i think i think we also had the punchline on there um but yeah this was one of them pulled it great story dude damn kid you know smart as hell works at a firm figuring out all these numbers and all these cases and obviously something's up because he follows he follows like one of the main guys or one of the bosses that works at the firm right yeah he does he does one of those things where it's like he does the wrong things for the right reasons like all he was trying to do is like like you're not like you're saying it's not a big deal but it's a big deal and he comes to find out that they're all involved in everything right and it's it's like, ah, oh, damn it. So he so he looks like a creep. He looks like a freak, but but it's for the right reasons. And and that's what makes you feel bad for some of these villains that turn out to be just mass murderer psychopaths. It's like, well, if you would have said yes or if you would have treated him a certain way, maybe he wouldn't have turned out like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's he's like figuring out about the money that they're like funneling money and make breaking it down into four digit numbers instead of 10,000 so they right. can like, whatever launder it or whatever but dude doesn't want to be heard by no one but dude's like a mastermind and you know i love how you obviously mentioned that the art uh how the art by St- steven 
that's a pretty uh interesting way to spell Steven S T E van Steve Ann Subich. Um, but yeah, dude, mm-hmm. interesting yeah. art. I love how like his glasses even turned white. That's the same thing that also happens in a uh, nice house on the lake. Right. Right. Um, with the white glasses is kind of the main, the main character got those white glasses and Enigma and just, uh, it's drawn kind of uh, different. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's obviously not a one-off like the penguin was. So, um, at the end, what do you think is going to happen going forward? Right now you got like him kind of with the Batman and, um, right. Like, like, I, yeah. Cause, cause when you see all those social media posts and everything, you know, you kind of get glimpses of what the movie felt like. So when they, like when you see them walking out the club with that chick that he wanted to save or whatever, you know, like, Oh, like they're just all in on it. So you figure that he's going to start doing the things that he did in the movie. It's going to lead to that. So, this is just oh, year one. Oh, I this got is, you. This, this is the start of him kind of going insane and him starting to do and work to what he did in the Batman. So, and then he keeps getting himself and going places he shouldn't be going. The animal right. rescue. Right. That's obviously, I think they have something to do with like laundering the money, right, or something. Right. I mean, I, I mean, it's all connected. You know, like he's pointing these things out, and like, oh, it's it's nothing, it's nothing. And it's like, really, you followed me here? You know, like, oh, well, I, you know, I wouldn't want to, you know, take this to HR or whatever. You know, why don't you just keep this hush hush, right? Kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh shit, like if I would have just taken this to him to work, then it would have been all good. You know, it's you know, again, the wrong thing for the right reason. So, like that. Like these books, like even like that one bad day penguin, it's like you could honestly like easily make a movie based just on that book. Right. It's like, right. Just have its own like penguins never had his own movie. That book was pretty cool. I mean, you can have a penguin movie just based off that book. You know, it's not that hard. And um, I don't know. You think we'll ever have a penguin movie, guys? I mean, you could definitely I could see like the. um <clears throat> or is it just me. joker right joker or, just a big man or on campus m- maybe not even live films. action just give it something like that's that's actually like animated even they should make it into an animated what's a hell of popular character hour an hour and 17 minutes you can definitely tell that story and make a boatload of money on it put it on hbo max those movies are great i've been running through them i've watched in the last three weeks i think i've watched about six of those movies i'm trying to you know get back uh i think i'm in 2018 I'm watching Gotham by Gaslight. It's like a Jack the Ripper story. And those are all animated series? Uh, uh, movies. Like an hour and fifth, hour and 14, hour and 21 um, minutes or whatever. Easy. Knock them out. Those are, I mean, yeah. Those it's like those Teen Titans go to the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, not like that, but I get not what you're like saying. That. It's like I get down with the comic animated shows or movies and, and what's sometimes. Cool is, right. There was one. It was totally off continuity because there is a, a bit of a continuity to some of these movies. But I just watched one last week where it was uh, a Batman and Nightwing worked together with Harley Quinn. And the animation was from the 90s animated series. So it was all it, it was, you know voice actors and everything from the animated series but it was made in 2017 or 2018 it was pretty cool definitely pretty cool well we've been running kind of uh a long time you know or running late on these 
comic books mark Someone do you even want to mention about. even detective <laughs> like do you want detective was all right ram b cool. uh, i kind of like the story they're coming for arkham basically pay this uh-huh. dude massive amounts of money he looked at the right. check and he just couldn't believe it they paid him for all the lawyer fees they knew he was gonna go and get and all the suing that they were gonna do to him it's basically a family that i don't know if it has ties to the al ghouls um but it's like the arzen family or something like that mm-hmm. and um the sun and that creepy lady that's got like the dude, her eyes bro yeah, are tripping crazy eyes <laughs> mm-hmm. dude and um man uh i think it's a pretty good story right um that you got that like wolf against the dog or the wolf head the Rosa right wolves, ugu what is the name ugu or something like that uh it's pretty good dude um obviously i'm yeah, still ugu, yeah, ugu. i'm still getting my ugu i'm still getting ubu or whatever i'm still getting yeah, my feet my feet wet <laughs> <laughs> to the ram ram v ram five uh you know detective right. story after coming off my my uh probably one of my favorite tamaki runs or i mean my favorite runs in a comic book which was tamaki um but yeah i mean what do you guys have what do you guys think about this uh this i mean story? it's good because it's like something new right you got a lot, of new, a lot of new characters at least to us and then boom at the very end you got two-face back in it so right uh, a very yeah, different little, looking two-face yeah. little harvey den action so it's definitely good um i mean we just had so many books i i, I know i can give a better you know <clears throat> synopsis and a better opinion of these books going forward uh after we read 1066 and i was going to ask you mike too one thing i did notice also about towards the end of the 1065 when two-face is talking <laughs> actually mm-hmm. like the fine detail the way that they use the font and the color scheme right. is very similar to the one bad day riddler or two-face oh yeah is I mean, that strategically like set up like that yeah, I mean that's like his internal struggle. Is that right? That's his, like yeah, him just talking to himself, like mm-hmm. you know, that's like the evil two faces talking when it's all like italicized and yeah. in, in like a red bubble, and then you have just regular, regular black font and everything in in a white bubble uh, when he's just mm-hmm. talking regular as Harvey Dent. I love how they do that too. How they change the way the bubble looks, even when like they're whispering to each other or yeah. like incoming, <laughs> and like it takes you a while to get used to each publisher and how they do it most of them are kind of universally the same but as you read comic books for years and years and as you know it's kind of still short in this you know it's not hasn't been that long for me but um i'm still picking up on so many different ways of reading and oh yeah different ways i talk to myself in my head when i'm reading the accents i make even, you guys even, even, even the font makes me talk different too <laughs> even the font makes me i'm gonna talk say I'm, i mean i'm gonna say something there's you don't have much time to where you're like, oh, I'm new in this game, bro. We got years now, man. Yeah, years. but years, but I mean, like all that new God stuff we just talked about with action. Yeah. That's I like, mean, oh, my God. I mean, even myself have only hit the tip of the iceberg with all this stuff. Right. Yeah. Just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, you were saying that we got years. But no, like like all of us, like we have years reading books. So like we're not rookies anymore. We're, you know, like, you know. We're, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that, that's I'm not a rookie, but I'm still like amateur. Pick, yeah, I'm still picking <laughs> up like there's I still see new different bubbles every time I read, you know. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Like I saw yeah. a bubble the other day. I was like, this bubble looks different. It was like shaded uh, like it was uh, kind of not full. And then it had like little blue uh, 
like arrows and that it was like pointing down and that was like i guess they was like whispering to themselves i was like oh that's a new one. Oh, okay because yeah like a lot of the ones we read like the if, if they're whispering the it's kind of faded the words the words kind of faded it's not in bold black or this red or different whatever. though i don't yeah. know if it was like a phone call that was like or something i don't know i'd have to go back and look but anyway interesting to see yeah. how uh these bubbles come along Maybe we can get, maybe we can do that. We can have a, a half an hour podcast on like the you know Bubbles. what to look for when it's a phone call and the person's out of screen. It's got a little zigzaggy. But thing. it is true though because if you're like a new comic book reader, it's just like I remember when I was first starting to get like into comic books and everything, and it's right. like you got like the one page. It's like a full page. It's like how do you read this from down, up, left, right, left, like, right, yeah. Which bubble do, am I going to first, right? And it's just. It can get kind of confusing to like someone that's starting to get into this stuff. So I'm I'm sure a friend of the show Victor Dandridge has a couple comic books like you know how to read comics. I'm sure you know. Oh no doubt. I'm sure he's got something like an intro. You know. So actually, I got an email the other day. They're waiting on like the final page of printing for the kinder kindergarten. Kindergartens. So nice. we should be getting our copies oh. of that. Which and then I'm all. I think we got four copies. So one each of us gets one. And then we are giving away a fourth. Giveaway, giveaway. Which I was by the way, uh, we have a giveaway. I don't know if that Kindergarten is going to be a part of this giveaway, but behind me, I already have a stack of like six books or so. We will be posting about this the Saturday before Thanksgiving. So when everyone's now on a week-long break with their kids, um, posting it, we're going to go ahead and let it run for about six, seven days. And then right after um, Thanksgiving – We'll go ahead and pull the names and then ship it out just, you know, that weekend. So stay tuned, folks. Yes, yes, yes. The hardest manning work, the hard, the hardest working man in comics, Mr. Dandridge. (laughs) Right. Uh, Okay. so some of the headlines uh, real quick. True Detective season four starts production. Uh, Jodie Foster and Callie. Callie or Kaylee Reese Rice. Sorry if I mispronouncing it. I loved, I only watched like one season. It was like the second season, which was uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. Loved that season. So maybe, you know, an all female cast. That'd be pretty cool to, well, I hope Callie or Kaylee or whatever is a girl. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not too familiar with the name or the, or the individual. So yeah. Do you guys ever watch uh, True Detective on HBO? Never watched it. I heard of it. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Uh, Disney Plus reaches 164.2 million subscribers, that up from up 12.1 million in the fourth quarter of this year. So definitely but gaining they, some more subscribers. They t- they didn't beat they didn't do too good on earnings though. Nothing Their earnings were today stocks. actually. Right. Yeah. That's it's one of the first uh, articles that I that I picked up and wrote down. So it was I think that like they I think that they said that. Um, some one of it had to do with the uh, uh at the parks or was it Disney Plus? It was something that they didn't make as much money as projected on. I forgot if it was the parks or the plus. It might have been the plus. I'd have to go back. It had to have been the plus because the parks. Pff, parks. Huh. But then Once again, they take that, That's why I was. That's why I can't for, remember because I know they were just raising the prices. So I was thinking I was like, was it the parks? But I think it was the plus. Something had to do with the plus, and I think they're Are they the ones that are? Are they coming out with uh they are coming out with a eight dollar version, right? A cheaper ad version of Disney Plus as well, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not never, too sure. Yeah, I, didn't hear I, that. I, I do know that my three my, my three year plan or whatever 
is coming up like this month or next month. Like I, fi- I, f- I finally hit the three year. Like I paid 175 bucks three years ago and I, ha- I didn't have to pay. But so now I don't know if I can. Dude, I remember it. when you bought that. That's yeah. been that long already. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. So I don't know if I have to, if I'm able to get another whole three year thing, which I'm just going to do, right? Just to get it out of sight, out of mind. Um, but I think even if I go monthly, it's still only like six bucks or seven bucks yeah. a month. So it's not too, too bad. Um, let's see. And if I see correctly, Mike, I think, uh, adding an additional note within the Disney plus, I think they're actually going to come out with the new Indiana Jones series. I think they're fishing for it for sure. They definitely want to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Westworld is canceled on HBO. All yeah, you Westworld fans after like. Three seasons, seasons, three seasons, yep, canceled. Uh, What's not canceled is The Man of Steel. The Man of Steel is back. Uh, Henry Cavill is back as Superman. He announced it the weekend that Black Adam premiered. So something tells me, and uh, one of our test engineers at work, he kind of gave like this little smirk, like, oh, shit. Like he, you know, kind of gave something away. Like he waited for that weekend, like the end of the weekend to announce that. But I think Henry Cavill makes somewhat of a cameo appearance in black adam and i think that'd be freaking sick i'm pretty sure a lot of a lot of cgi needed but like can you imagine like black adam shazam superman like an all-out like war brawl oh dude do you think that's why he left the witcher i think so yeah because he 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 later released in an article not too long ago that he's really excited about what james gunn working with him in his james gunn in his dc um you know universe Mm. now that he's taken over so yeah we'll we'll see um sean you have uh (laughs) i'll let you take this one because i wrote it down but um uh who sold the the winning ball (laughs) that's pretty funny oh man it was uh i forget the guy's first name but it's a a former defensive tackle in the nfl uh starting with the d his first name is a demand demanda pecco a former uh nose tackle d tackle from the Bengals and ravens and yeah what's that city it's like in somewhere in socal right Altadena, Altadena, Altadena. Yeah, I, I seen the picture of uh, you know his uncle out front with the famous you know billionaire, you know billionaire right, freaking father-in-law. What the hell? And how much did he get? I know he they get a million. Like a, it's a million dollars. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they get a flat million. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Should be made a little bit more than that guy. Guy go two point nine billion after taxes. <laughs> what? One point four. One point five. Jesus. No, I think that they were saying if he takes a lump sum, it's like seven hundred million. Oh, oh, they're still, wow. they're, they're still not going to convince me that anyone should be getting that amount of money for fucking randomly getting numbers, man. That is so stupid. And it <laughs> was delayed too because delay. Yep, some security breach bullshit that there was. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Shit. I'm always Powerball baffles me. I actually forgot to get tickets too. I was set to like I was gonna go and get twenty bucks worth and and then I forgot what happened. Oh, I texted my wife because she was the one who was out and I was like, hey, grab uh, tickets on your way home. Okay, cool, we'll do. And then she forgets, you know, because you know those things. When you, like when you're with kids, you don't want to like unpack them. Just go into a liquor store or a gas station real quick, get some tickets, and then load them back up. And you know, it's just a hassle. See, Mike, so, been you, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I was down in Altandina. Yeah, Pecco, <laughs> buying a ticket from Pecco's father-in-law. Yeah, like no, just no. the idea of that though. When you like think of like they give you the most stupidest, re- like they have to come up with so much r- 
weirdest algorithm like yeah you have a one and two hundred and ninety four yeah. point million no for real chance of getting it and then of course there's just the one joe blow who picks in it's just like it's like i, I don't know. yeah you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning and getting bitten in the dick by a shark at the same time than winning the powerball like what the hell like it's, it's crazy bro. really bro, <laughs> I, like, I just I, I threw the dick part in there everybody oh, has to that sounded good so I was like, oh. like, even though i was like i might, I might not buy a ticket ever again if the odds are that crazy <laughs> because oh, yeah. the lightning the lightning strike isn't that crazy i remember i even mentioned it on the show a couple months ago when that chick down in san jose was walking her dog and got <laughs> hit by lightning and died. <laughs> it's like dude really well, I, I'm so like, sorry for anybody who's listening to this who's ever had anybody in their life struck by lightning. But why does it sound so funny? Yeah, this guy was walking down the fucking street and was struck by lightning. Why? Is, I, I don't know why. It just sounds funny to me. I'm sorry. It's super mature, but hey, yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. I think it's funny. It is what it is. <laughs> so that is the comic book section entertainment. Way long. Well, I got but... one more. Sorry, oh, sorry, I got one more. Um, sorry. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, actually, I got. Uh, yeah. For one, the Flash, the trailer, because of all the problems the Ezra dudes having, we're not even getting a trailer till next year. It was supposed to be released recently. Didn't oh, happen. Oh, yeah. Box office numbers, obviously, we know Black Adam, which one of us here, we fault ourselves for not doing so and not providing any good review from our comic book side of the podcast. But Black Adam killing it, obviously, uh, 18.3 more millions. Um uh, Shit, now, I, now I have to go get a dog sitter just to watch the damn thing. Not just a babysitter. Shit. But, I mean, one, Black Adam's raking in money, but he ain't raking in as much as Altadena. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and the coolest one that I saw, um, I think it was for Deadpool, actually one that I just mentioned earlier, like 30 minutes ago on this podcast. But Biggie Smalls turning 50 years old crazy. on the cover of Deadpool, a special variant by uh oh that's cool led nice. at led killer he's obviously a african-american um artist for i think dc marvel all types of uh comic book publishers that's awesome pretty cool uh ken lashley is his name but i see the cover here uh deadpool you got uh 50 uh biggie smalls and he's like baby, baby. yeah it's all good baby baby but yeah nice. they also said that this wasn't like the first time that uh, uh, Marvel uh, has been in a comic book. I think that right here alongside uh, Birdman previously appeared in a limited edition cover of the Amazing Spider-Man issue number 11, while Eminem covered the Mighty Avengers number three variant cover the previous year. So this might be a yearly thing maybe that they're doing, uh, mixing in a hip-hop artist to their to their covers and whatnot but i think that's yeah. a good way to attract people right so cool. of course it is of course people want to take our idea you know like uh the nba and college football how they always release like comic book you know you know how they have steph curry when he's like he's got a cape uh, on he's like shooting uh-huh. three he's like mm, oh oh okay cool yeah well, when they do it oh. or we dwight were, howard at the, the nba we were dunk doing contest it before it was cool we were doing this shit before it was cool but yeah so on to the sports. Let's go. So uh, let's go ahead and not get these out, not get them out of the way, but just this is get the last the time. <laughs> but this is the last time until February for this sport, and last time until about March into April for the other sport. But Houston Astros, Mattress Mac, take the World Series over the Phillies. I believe I called it Phillies and I mean Astros in five or six. So uh, ding ding ding, finally get one right over here because the contest sure as hell and I ain't getting shit on. 
But uh, Astros, yeah, I mean, the, the better team won. I mean, when when the Phillies the real winner was the Mac guy in the mattress because Man. I mean. Right. He got, I mean, like I said, Altadena still got more money than him and uh, <laughs> than he him took what, seventy-five million? Seventy-five million out of ten under that mattress of that Mac that he's got. But uh, man, uh, that's a big win for him. I know he tries yeah. all the time. A good hedge, taxes, whatever he does with the furniture, the Galleria down there in Houston area. But I, 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 I mean, I'm glad he won after all those hecklers were getting on him, and he seems like a pretty cool dude, right? I don't care. I don't care. What? No, I don't care. Houston Astros, whoever a- Astros fans oh. who listen to this podcast, love you. But, but I mean, what, and, until uh, everybody poor involved guy. In respect that your team. elders. Come on, poor guy. No. Getting heckled, dude's got money. Just... Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, getting heckled and stuff. But screw your team, dude. It's crazy though when they show that video of the price that they got, like half that pitching staff for drafted over half that team. Oh, of course, it's just it happens to be the Astros and the AL West, but. Damn, I'm talking right. some of like Christian yeah. Javier was bought for like ten thousand dollars. Some of those guys were like, dirt. I mean, shit, I can buy those fucking players. I mean, Jesus Christ, they're right. dirt cheap. Dude, and didn't 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 did Altuve just like walk on or Altuve something? Altuve like was that? like, oh, he was like, oh god, I think he was like thirty thousand dollars or something like that. Like it, it's 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 crazy. Seriously, I think like four to five players are like literally like pivotal parts of that team. We're just, you know, Latin Americans came from South America, bought for right. six figures, five figures, and the rest is history. Like Mike said, it's the Astros, whatever you want to say. But, uh, to me, it's just good for Dusty Baker. Already all right. The old, lizard, old lizard gets the, uh, finally. Yeah, man. 70, 75 or what? 75. I think a 25 or 35-year head coaching career. I mean, good for Dusty, man. Damn, how time. the hell? 75 years old? Like, I don't see myself, like, I wouldn't see myself in that, you know, stressful of a situation mm-hmm. of a job. You know, like, 75 years old, especially, I'm going to be retired. Especially going there after the whole cheating scandal and it's still, you know, they got, they lost Korea and everyone's like, this team's going to probably just freaking blow up. And, you know, shit, they kept their head low and just worked through whatever crap they went right. through. Kept Com- winning the damn division, kept competing, and damn, man. Combined no-hitter that is in the World nuts, Series. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. Only the second, only the second ever no hitter in World Series history. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the better team won. I got like, I think we all got excited when when Philly went up two to one after Game Three. We're like, oh shit, like reality has to set in though. That was just like a small uh, excitement because they blew their load. It was like what seven zero whatever after Game uh, Game Three, and then Game Four. Here comes a no hitter. I'm like, oh shit, this shit's yeah. over. Gone. Yeah. So. Verlander is obviously not too impressive in his World Series starts, though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they finally won a game, though, when he started. That is true, but what was he like? 0-6 and 0-7, yeah. yeah. Good for him. That's another free first ballot, man. Shoot, that guy's different, yeah. man. Yeah, definitely so. Um, yeah, so we're on to Arizona, you know, on to Arizona and Florida for the Grapefruit and the Cactus League that's next right, year. That's right, that's so. right. Peace out to another sport of Major League Baseball. Speaking guess, of Arizona. Congratulations to the Houston Astros. Yeah. But anyways, speaking, you're absolutely correct, of Arizona. Phoenix. Logo, logo. If Avondale. Tell, if you cannot de- tell, if you are watching right now live on our YouTube channel, which, by the way, go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and follow us on all social media um, 
platforms at the comic bookies email us the comic bookies at gmail.com and please like we always say go visit treasure island comics our wonderful sponsor of the show but yeah so mr i think it's three years in a row now fellas three years in a row (laughs) something about this podcast something about us being nascar fans boom two years ago we had chase elliott for sean last year myself with the kyle larson championship and then joey logano for mark three years in a row tcb drivers win the championship not a fluke that's wild 22 in 22 and, like, and, and 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 I'm pretty sure I don't know if you know what it's it's weird because I I want to say that I went back to I, I was driving into work I was like you know what I'm gonna go back I went back to the episode post Super Bowl and the episode going into the Daytona 500 and unfortunately we didn't really do like a season preview of NASCAR we just did like a Daytona 500 preview because it was like a huge uh, discussion post Super Bowl and then pre Daytona 500 so I was like ah oh, damn like I, I was Thinking to myself like, oh, I, I wonder if we gave a pick who we were, who we thought were going to win the, the the season title, and we didn't. I listened to the whole thing like, damn. So it was so we'll make sure to do that next year. But congratulations mm-hmm. to Joey Mark to go into the race uh, itself. It actually wasn't a, a typical race, is what you would think. The top four kind of ride in towards the top four, five or six, the whole race. Chase had problems all day. He was down there. Chastain was floating around the top 10, 11, 12, and then back up, obviously, at the end. Um, Logano was in first place for most of the day. If it wasn't Blaney, then it was him. And then, yeah, it was crazy day. And um, I think the better driver, I mean, he had the pole position. He, you know, definitely deserved it he was definitely the best car out there on sunday yeah i mean he got he had all that time to prepare obviously winning the race three weeks prior Mm -hmm. in las vegas and you know i think he's even mentioned it in like a lot of these interviews post-race interviews and post uh championship interviews how you know he this is the most ready he's ever been for a championship uh run and how uh that moniker that he get started i guess at the beginning of the season obviously you know, with the 22 and 22, he wasn't lying, right? I told you so. That's what he's saying now and whatnot. But um, it's easy to say that. But when you actually go out there and do it, he started the season off with the bang, obviously winning the inaugural clash down there at the Los Angeles Coliseum, which will be coming up again February 5th, once again in L.A. But he won that. And it's kind of fitting. He won the very first like kind of race of the year which was an exhibition, but it's still a race. Then he won the very last one, obviously, that gave him the championship. Um, I think if that race would have been a little bit different, I think obviously Blaney's car was faster than his. Um, I heard Roger Penske interview, obviously, um, on NASCAR radio, and Claire B. Lang, the fine, great Claire B. Lang, uh, interviewed Roger and basically said that he was kind of telling Blaney would tend to go that, you know, be his wingman, right? Be his wingman. And, I was telling you guys this during the race, obviously, Blaney, there's no way Ford, there's no way the sponsors, there's no way Penske was going to allow Blaney to obviously pass him there at the end. You obviously put Joey Logano in a way more vulnerable position there by putting him in the dirty air behind Blaney. And with Chastain kind of barreling down, coming down, I think he I think he got the deficit down there to about 1.5 seconds, 1.4, if I'm not mistaken. So Chastain was coming, and you weren't going to put uh, Logano down there and back there in dirty air with a chance of Chastain passing him for the championship. So Blaney did a good chance being his wingman. I know that's probably a sucky situation to be there when you can go get a race, but kind of team orders, if you will, with Roger kind of coming down. But um, 
you know, um, really great. I'm excited. Uh, it's my guy's second championship here. Um, I wanted one so bad when I was a Carl Edwards fan, right? He almost had it down there at Homestead, obviously tie, uh, actually tied the same amount of points as Tony Stewart. I always talk about this, but Tony Stewart had more wins than him on the season. I think he had five and Edwards had maybe two or something. So Edwards uh, took the championship that year. And um, obviously Logano got me one in 18 and he got me one now. I'm speaking like I'm freaking married to him or something or freaking he didn't get me nothing. But my fandom, like I said, and like I mentioned, man, the Raiders are so garbage. We'll get into that in a little bit this year. Uh, Liverpool is not doing as good. The Warriors have just been on a horrible streak of losing, although they have won their last game last night against the Sacramento Kings. But Logano is uh, all I got this year, man. So uh, thank you, Logano. It was a cool ride. There were times this year that I didn't think he'd be able to do it, but really got himself there. Um, congratulations to all the contenders as well. I think I think the story would have been a little bit different if Chase's car wouldn't have got messed up. I think if Bell's uh, crew uh, crew didn't mess up on that last pit stop and hang him up, I think it would have been a little bit different because Bell was coming uh it's just a lot of circumstances that i think played exactly right for joey logano and obviously getting that number one pit stall with the winning the pole position uh that was huge for him they sat out to do it and they did it and uh he's lifting the trophy and uh if you guys got any thoughts on it um if not you know i i I mean for joey i mean he won the first ever dirty bristol last year he won the first ever clash didn't he win the? I mean, this season right was the first ever Cup Series the, race. The at, first at ever, the, the clash at the at L.A. Coliseum. L.A. Yeah, the clash. The, yeah. yeah, the L.A. Coliseum. Wasn't this also the first ever time that a Cup Series race was held at WW Worldwide Technology Race Gateway? Yeah, right, the first or a first ever in like a long time, yeah. either in a long time or ever the Cup Series. Because I've raced obviously in the video games like trucks, trucks or, yeah. or or Xfinity uh, Series races there, but he won that race so a lot of first times um yeah but i'm super excited uh for him i mean if it's not larson then if it's not larson then hendrick usually yeah if it's not i I root for hendrick like chase and stuff but then after that i don't even really go for bow tie you don't usually go for for chevy like like logano I, i know that there's people who don't like him but as far as the time that i've been a fan he's really hasn't given me uh you know reason to 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 dog him to hate him so yeah i mean congratulations to him mm-hmm. um yeah so hopefully chase and larson or chase or larson can get back uh on next their winning season. ways next year man so yeah right. so definitely excited you know um, chase had chase had the most wins this year i think with four also if i'm not mistaken four, right or five because he had or because i think five because Logano ended up with three or whatever, right? But I think uh, there was just something about Chase, even though with as many wins, obviously he got that one win when Denny Hamlin uh, failed the inspection, right? Right. I think but he had four, just, and then I think he won Talladega in the playoffs um, to get the fifth. Okay. And that one was kind of like he something happened at the end, too, that he kind of <laughs> stole one that, that one, too, that right? One that, that Larson took out Chastain, or, or <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> there was just something about... Um, his season this year that 
he just didn't seem poised, you know, that the year that he won, it's like he was, you know, gun ho, like starting a couple first years over there you know, at Hendrick and just a little bit different this year. Like the, his demeanor. I don't know if he's I, dealing with internal or personal. I will, stuff. Say, I will say he looked like the odds on favorite to win and something I think changed. I think it was Watkins Glen when Larson made that move and beat him. And he and spun him out, or he took him wide, remember? And they ended up like third place, and he looked absolutely pissed off. I think something really? changed. This. I, I I think so. Because I don't think he was ever the same. I mean, he won Talladega later on in the season, but I think he already had his four wins coming to Watkins Glen. So I think it was like, oh, shit, it's going to be like the chase show, right? But now, man, I think he only had one, maybe two wins after that Watkins Glen race where Larson took it. And obviously, uh, Bell, I mean, what I mean, I can't speak highly enough about this kid having so to win two Very straight clutch. races, oh, yeah. you know, to obviously or to having to not two straight races, but like two knockout races. And I thought he was going to do it, especially with that sad, sad news. So um, I uh, you guys heard, obviously, the craziest right. thing to me, obviously, but. Mr. Joe Gibbs uh, loses his second son, son in yeah. three, the last three, four years with JD a couple years ago. And now Coy Gibbs, he was the, I think the COO of uh, Joe Gibbs racing. Did they, did they uh, say how, how he died? I, I know they, they did they, not. They, they, I don't know if sleep, they are. But, okay. And, I mean, it's just, it, it's so weird to me. Like your son, you're 49 years old. Don't know his medical conditions or whatnot, but you know, your son just won the championship and you mm-hmm. don't wake up that next morning. Man, life is crazy. So, you know, hug your loved ones a little bit tighter right. after you For sure. after you listen to this great podcast, after you share it with them. Make sure you right. hug them. And, you know, and then but, and then also after like we didn't record last week. So hello, Chastain at Martinsville. I mean, what the oh hell was God. I mean, what the hell was that? That was. Like like me and Mark like talk like the next day, the next day after that, the next day after that. I think it was like at least three or four or five days where I found myself looking at the video numerous times a day for at least the three three or four days after. And then of course that Sunday that is that is a Sunday race. So then I go back to work like that Thursday. I'm showing my coworkers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like a full week that I was showing people this leading up to the championship race on on the you know. Couple that days was, ago Sunday. That was actually great for NASCAR if you think about it. That guy right. number one on ESPN. I remember making that comment and when it happened. I text you. I'm like, dude, I, you know, I was like, it's probably it, not it's, even. Yeah, it's not even gonna make it. And then all of a sudden, boom! Told you, number, number one. one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we will see what happens in the off season because obviously we had comments from your guy Joey Logano, my guy Kyle Larson that weren't very on the positive side of this, right? So we'll see what what comes about. Hope hope nothing. Hope NASCAR doesn't you know put the hammer down on it because I thought that was really cool. But we'll see. I mean that was crazy, but Coy Gibbs, dude, rest in peace. Right. I just think that I I just can't get over the story, dude. I just can't get over. I mean you pass away the night after you. I mean, like that's the quite, of. quite frankly, that's the I of. yeah, that, night of is a couple hours after. It's crazy. That's, that's kind of like. Probably, I'd say one of the biggest days of your life. Your son wins an Xfinity Series championship oh, yeah. with your dad's team, and like, oh god, just yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some type of celebration, you know, like with everyone there involved, and then everyone goes to sleep. That's what oh. makes me want, like, how big was this? How was the celebration? Like, I don't know, dude. You know, it's like, well, any of even if, if not to speculate, but like I mentioned, like 49 years old, 
goes to bed, doesn't wake up. Who knows? You know, it's just crazy. It's crazy to me. It's sad, but terrible. Man. So just like baseball, the MLB NASCAR season is now over. Uh, unfortunately for non-NASCAR fans, you only get a few couple months break because we're back in the beginning of February to talk about the clash, talk about the duels, talk about the Daytona 500 in the 2023 season um, very, very soon. So and also at least myself <clears throat> will be down there in Darlington, South Carolina for the Southern 500 come Labor Day weekend 2023. So can't wait for all of that. So let's do uh, champions before we get into football. Football will be last. Champions League real quick. Let's just talk real quick about the draw for the round of 16. Fellas, um, I know you can speak on your actual, you know, you know, your teams. But as I pull up the round of 16 matchups, go ahead and speak on it real quick. I do like the Liverpool matchup, the one that I'm sure Mark uh, is aware of and will bring up against Real Madrid. That's something you'd like to maybe see in the semifinals, maybe in the finals. Uh, that's going to be a monster matchup for sure. And, of course, I'm happy for Benfica. To, chances are, you know, the team they got is one of the, I won't say weaker teams as they are in the knockout stage, but one of the more teams that you'd like to face with, I think, Club Brugge. I believe that's uh, the name of them. But, yeah, Benfica's been off to a good start. Obviously, one of the smaller of the big leagues the Portuguese uh, Super League, but no, you know, they were able to surpass PSG in the group stage and the goal differential. I think it was like six different tiebreakers they had to go through. It ended up being away goals that uh, leapfrogged Benfica ahead of PSG. So it was a mm. good thing, man. We would have been one of those teams having to go up against one of the big dogs, but we ended up being one of the first seeds. So, yeah. Definitely, uh, hopefully helps them out to maybe get past this knockout stage. Right. What do you think, Mark? I mean, for Liverpool, uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out about them wanting to sell the team, too. Yeah, they're already looking to buy uh, new investors to buy the team. Have you heard anything? I haven't done I haven't I seen it like two days ago that, yeah. They, Conor they, McGregor? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Conor I McGregor. Seen, I, I did see it's one of those like trying to look for it, but it's one like, they want to sell it's not like uh we'll look into it and ultimately just like you know the washington commanders just a matter of finding someone to go open their wallets i wonder why i mean fenway sports group you know i don't think they're in i mean i don't don't know exactly every team they i'm not sure of every team they own obviously they got the partnership with nascar Mm -hmm. red Sox, liverpool um i think they might own like a soccer team another like american or something I'm not too sure here, but um, obviously Liverpool, they're not as good this year, unfortunately. That's just my opinion. I'm a fan. Um, I, Mane, didn't, man. I didn't think that losing Mane would you know, be that big of a deal to them, but I think that... I think that they have more potential than just with one guy being Mane because I like Darwin. He's really good. I like um, uh, Luis Diaz. He's good. I just think I, I like how uh, Firmino has kind of stepped up as well in the absence of Mane, right? So, and just with us building our guys, I think we're going to be good. But just this year, with um, it being such a weird year and the World Cup and whatnot, and our guys gelling, it's just, um, you know, obviously Real Madrid's had our number in the you know in the Champions League. So um, we'll see though. But um, I'm excited either way. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to get the table here, guys. Mike, you got it? Yeah, I got I got the matchup. So we have Liverpool, Real Madrid. PSG is facing Bayern Munich. Let's go, Bayern. 
uh, RB Leipzig is facing Man City, of course. They draw uh, Mierda for the freaking first round. Uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, and Chelsea. AC Milan is uh, playing uh, good old Tottenham Hotspurs. Hotspur. Good old Davy Boys uh, team. Uh, Inter Milan, FC Porto. Hotspur. Club Brugge versus Benfica. And Eintracht Frankfurt versus Napoli. Uh, Frankfurt, nice. Yeah. So that yeah, was those are your matches for the under 16. So, so we'll see. So some, definitely some, you know, some juggernauts versus some not so juggernauts, and definitely some good matchups uh, going into the round of 16. So it should be exciting. Um, I'm not sure when those games start though. They start. I think like, they are next year early because I talking to my grandpa actually earlier today. I oh, because they're taking a break for the World Cup. Yeah, Benfica has oh, one okay. more game, I believe, tomorrow or the following day, and then I think starting this weekend, players are going to start uh, Shoot, going. There's off. another thing, freaking World, World Cup. Cup. World Cup, November yeah. 20th, and uh, a oh, little couple weeks. Side note: They're going to be having watch parties for I believe every game at Avaya. Oh, cool. So just a little nice. hint, hint. If you're ever out this way, uh, Mike, that'll be a pretty cool little weekend thing to check <laughs> yeah. out. And then, yeah. What is the, it? Uh, Avaya is going to be having watch parties for, I believe, every World Cup game at the stadium. Again, they did that last time. Yeah. Although it's PayPal Park now, I believe. not Avaya. It, is, it is. It is PayPal. It is. I was <laughs> oh, it is? That was the, air <laughs> the other day. Yeah. That's and cool. seeing here, speaking of Mane, he's actually hurt right now. He did get he got, hurt today in the first hurt. 10. They're not sure if it's going to impact his uh, first game with Senegal, which I believe is in 13 days or 14 days. But 13, sir. Yeah, and then Portugal, I know their first game is on uh, uh-huh, Thanksgiving morning. Ooh, perfect. Yeah. So hopefully the Lions Perfect. are playing at that time, so I need to worry about watching it. <laughs> nice. Start the uh, start the snacks eating and all, you know, or like the brunch, you know. That's the, uh, that's when yeah. the eating gets started. Have a little bit of brunch, you know, some egg dish, some eggs, bacon, and stuff, and then you start with the snacks at about 11:30 noon, and then dinner, you know, that's that's when you only can have one plate full of food. So yeah, it should be good. I'm so excited the U.S. is in it. To you know, believe it or not, I always think back like the World Cup when we made like what was the freaking quarterfinals or the freaking semi. I think that was a quarterfinals, and I don't know, man. It's just USA. Are they gonna win it? Probably not. But with Pulisic, McKinney, the young guys, like you know, we freaking live here, man. It's it's right. always good to have. Them I mean, in it's it. it's definitely something to be excited about for sure, especially for the next World Cup, right? The next World Cup or in two World Cups Ooh, when it comes to US. One more, baby. The next one is here, yeah. and then two World Cups is when they're the favorite is Portugal and Spain. Oh, nice. Twenty thirty. All right, so let's get into some football now. College football, definitely. Um, not the game that we wanted for the Georgia and Tennessee, although some experts would say that it's the game that we, you know, it, it's was the expected, right? When that, when now you have the new Final Four standings come out and Georgia's actually <laughs> minus money now to win the national championship, so it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, that right? that game, man. Um, obviously, I think. The line even got up to minus nine, you know, the most high powered offense in college football. Right. But kind of had a feeling Tennessee's defense just isn't on par with their offense. They kind of their defense has too many holes in it. They I mean, at the end of the day, um, they were like five points away from covering that spread. Uh, I think that as bad as it looked, um, the outcome wasn't as bad as it looked right on you know to the eye i think that it could have been a lot worse i don't know if georgia took 
you know, gas off or their foot off the gas or whatnot. Mm-hmm. To gas. Could have been a little bit worse, but I thought the game obviously wasn't as exciting. I think the uh, the LSU Alabama game was a lot more exciting than that one, right? It kind of came. Oh, for sure. I know that overtime, getting that. Uh, and then going for two, the freaking cojones to go Why for two. Not, man. Brian Kelly. Okay, I see you. Look at you. I see you. I see you. So uh, this weekend slate, actually, I have uh, my USC uh, Trojans are on Friday. Friday night. They put a beating on. Well, yeah, they put a beating on Cal. I like who uh, ran him out the tunnel, too. Ufunga. Oh, really? Yeah, he ran him out of the tunnel. That's, that's, why, cool. that's why they won. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate yeah. you, know, right, appreciate that, man. Sneak that in there. So, yeah, they're um they're minus thirty four at home against Colorado, so the Buffs aren't do good this year. Uh, one and eight overall, one and five in the Pac twelve. Some other probably the better matchups. Hey, Notre Dame's back in the top twenty five, twentieth overall. Let's see, Sorry, Alabama Cody. at Ole Miss. That's pretty. Oh God, I know Clemson. Clemson losing Clemson. also. Uh, let's see. You have another top 25 matchup here. Uh, Central Florida and Tulane. Jesus. The Green Wave is 17th overall. No freaking way. Um, then you have <laughs> – right. Come on, Washington. Washington is visiting um, Eugene against uh, the Oregon Ducks. And then you have – come on, Stanford. Come on, Cardinal. They're 1-6 in, in the Pac-12, but they got to beat – um, Utah and Salt Lake City. What Let's do we go. think about TCU visiting Texas this week, mm-hmm. man? Four versus that is, That's going to be a monster With game. With Texas, seven-point favorites. Texas. Wow. Don't be surprised. Really? Be surprised. When, you know, once you get that title, top four teams, TCU. Right? And this, this – yeah, like flying, that's what – that's exactly, Sean. That's exactly what I was going to say. Once you get that, oh, God, they get those nerves of getting in that playoff surprised. spot. So Texas, big line there. I actually kind of like Texas here. I mean, Texas is like a couple of plays. Good, of being, bro. Beat, beat Alabama. I, you know, yeah, they right. Beat Alabama. Yeah. I it's think they beat them. I think they lost. I think actually, I think they got two losses on the season, right? If I'm not mistaken. Texas um, is six and three. Oh, yeah, six and three. Oh, yeah. two Ooh, losses in the Big Twelve. Why, that's why I like it more. <laughs> that's what it is. He said, "That's why I like him." That's more. why I like okay. him more. Yeah, I, I think I think Michigan's gonna slap with Nebraska at home, Ohio State. I mean, they're gonna probably destroy Georgia. They that are Kansas te- that Kansas Texas Tech game is gonna be probably over. I mean, Kansas. I can't believe Kansas is this good this year. It's fun to watch it's though. Good. They say their quarterbacks yeah. will be like a top ten picks. Pretty freaking yeah. good. It's one of those intangibles, are right? <laughs> It's not, it's not a Kansas point guard or center. It's, it's a quarterback. A quarterback. Who'd have thought, man? <laughs> I think I I think that coach came from Buffalo. He, I think he was the coach when uh, Khalil Mack and whatnot was, was over there. Say that when the Mack was there. Mm-hmm. So. Hell yeah. All right. Um. Hopefully the Raiders We're tank. down to it though. Yeah, the Raiders need a tank, man. Two years to get Caleb Williams. You guys are like number four right now, I think. Oh, oh you don't God. want Caleb Williams. Oh, you don't want Caleb Williams. Why don't you? Yeah, want Caleb you don't Williams? want Caleb. You don't want Williams. Caleb. Stop you it. Oh, oh, you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. He guys <laughs> have another ten years. Jesus Christ. Right. Who do you um, want, Sean? And I don't want Carr for a tenth a year. Jesus Christ, man. What do you like? What do you think about Carr lately? Let's talk about him. Just, I mean, it's who, who deserves who deserves a lot of uh, I have a lot of friends, obviously, including you guys, but other people that are like diehard Raider fans like, you know, they're you guys. They're diehards. And like, of course, statistically, he's this and that. But it's like, where are the wins? 
two playoff appearances. At the end of the day, two playoff appearances in nine years, and there's no win to show for it. No matter how the Cincinnati game playoffs ended last year, like, you, you still somehow put yourself in that situation. Like, dude, like, I don't know, bro. Like, right. there's a point where it's like, it's tr- like nine years, bro. Nine years we're talking he, about, bro. Now, like, does, now does, does he have two playoff appearances or the team because remember the, the one because remember cause the, it was freaking our boy from freaking michigan state what was his name uh oh lord who's the backup court when you guys face Houston? oh cook bonner book <laughs> Connor cook. there it is <laughs> i thought didn't he get hurt though in week 17 and then we had to go to a third string against I houston think, uh, something like knows, that man. i forget it was, what it was, it was, some, shenan- but no, it was some shenanigans but it's just yeah. dude i don't know bro i, I think car actually you go you put him on like in a weird way the right team i think he can go somewhere and holy shit they might be a good playoff team, but like, just end that marriage know, already. Dude. God I mean, damn. I mean, Josh Jacobs has almost 750 rushing yards this year. I mean, you have Devontae Adams. You know, you don't have the worst offensive line in the league, right? I mean, I, I don't care what you say. They're about the best that. first half team in football. Exactly. And then, and then they're probably the worst second half team. Like they, they have to go into the locker room, talk about how good they did in the first half, and then just sit around and circle jerk each other. Like, what the hell are they doing? They do the opposite every time. I mean, I think uh, I talked, uh, I talked to Aaron, uh, one of our uh, loyal listeners, and I mean, he's beyond a diehard Raider fan. And I think, I mean, what Devontae Adams said is true. Like, they go into the first half, they freaking blow their load in the passing game, and hey, you know what? Let's start running the ball in the second half. That's gonna work. It didn't work for Arizona. It didn't work versus Jacksonville. I know there was another loss in there. It was, it's the same shit, man. Like, I don't know. Kansas McDaniels City. is Kansas trash, City. too, though. Oh, McDaniels had 23 losses in 30 head coaching starts. Like, he has seven wins. Like, this guy's getting treated like he's a messiah. Like, dude, he's not that good of a head coach. Brady, bro. Just because he comes from a Bill Belichick tree, that's all it is. Because before the freaking season started, L, he's going to bring the whole Patriots coin. Bro. Everyone was saying it's bringing the culture, bringing their assistant this, their coordinator to that. I'm like, all right, you still got to put the pieces together. And yeah, just just fire him now and then give give and then name a casino after after Mike Brable and bring him in. You like Vrabel? I like Vrabel. He's Vrabel's a good coach, truth, man. bro. He's freaking nitty gritty. Gets his hands dirty. Look what he's doing with freaking Tennessee, I mean, bro. I mean, exactly. Look yes. what he's doing with the freaking backup quarterback, and he should. Oh, and, and, and one play away from winning that game. Hell, they got yes. no receivers in Tennessee either. Dude, nope. AJ Brown has more yards and catches than that whole receiving group combined. They know Derrick Henry's getting the ball, and they should have won the Chiefs. Like, dude, yeah, Vrabel is the truth. I like Vrabel. Yeah. I'm just thinking out loud. Well, that's another. That's another. That's, that's another Bill Belichick. That's, that's another Bill Belichick disciple, right? That's what I mean. We got the wrong uh, one. We got the. Well, we also got the wrong McDaniel's, right? We could have got the one that went to damn <laughs> that's Miami. <laughs> that's true. Two that's new, two true. two new McDaniel's became head coaches, and we got the wrong one. Wrong one. All right. So, what do you guys like about this weekend? Anything jumping out to you? Indianapolis coming in with no head coach to beat the Raiders. Oh, that's, a, that's a circus jerk. I'm telling you, bro. I This is the cherry on this top. If you this guys lose versus Jeff Saturday, who, by the way, the play caller is going to be their pass <laughs> offense uh, specialist who's a 30-year-old. Oh, if y'all lose this week, oh, y'all ain't going to hear the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Saturday. That's right. <laughs> This they got him into ESPN, dude. He was I, working for ESPN I love, last yeah, week. I love it. Yeah, I love Jeff Saturday, but come on now. <laughs> come on, we play on this ain't college. We need a Jeff Sunday. 
I don't know. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. It's just like if, if we lose this week, then half the team should make the trip to Denver the next week. Like, just stop. Because we're going to lose in Denver. Lose to let's, let's ride. <laughs> Broncos country. Let's ride. It's God. weird because I, I, could, I could see it happening. They're going to lose this week. And they'll win next week. They'll win the next week in Denver. I, I just see it happening. But you're gonna you're gonna lose one of the next two. Right. I, I I'll bet money on that for sure. For I will say for our contest, little little silent pat on the back. My first ever three in one week. There it is. So fi- finally getting off the schneid of going. You know, Jeez. first week first week was zero and four. Then every other week was either two and two or one and three. So finally Mark's three. Still Mike's like yeah. I've... Right now. Uh, let me see. I can check real quick. Mike's uh, like. Boy. Mike's well, like I, yeah. I've had four and O's though. Yeah, I mean, I remember last year I had like a five-week span where three or four of them were four and O's last year. You can get yourself yep. back in the game. I remember oh, that. God, yeah. I know. Uh, one thing I will say as we get into just a couple of the matchups, I'm still waiting for the Seattle Seahawks to come back down to earth. I'm still waiting for them to be oh. who we thought they were at the beginning. They're of the not season. going to. Uh, right. they're gonna, so you, we're going to so beat like them. them. So you like them getting points in Tampa. Like, what do you like? Uh, that's a, that's a weird game too. That's the game in Germany. So this game's all those are always one of those like. All right, you guys are um. So Mark's got 21 points, 21 and 15. Sean's right there in second at 20 and 16. So by yourself in first and by yourself in second. Nice. Nobody. They got a couple guys with 19, a couple guys with 18, 17. Where am they're I? They're gonna think it's rigged. They are, bro. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so how can they? Hold on, rigged, the guys though, who the guys who have been <laughs> in this for years and years actually betting money and actually talking about the not just the sport but the sport of gambling on this sport. Um. Yeah. When when, they're gonna... when there when there's two or three guys in this contest that didn't even know how to do like bet against a spread, you know, your brother-in-law didn't know how to get bet against the spread last season, and he's actually doing really really good. Yeah, he like, is. They shouldn't think that it's, up there. That, it, that it's rigged. We've DJ's been in there. this. Yeah. Where's that? What's the, how many wins does Marissa have? <laughs> I think I just saw her name. She's probably ahead of me. Uh, let's see. Yeah, like 15 my, I think my wife. Changed. My my wife is probably better than me too. I have twelve. I'm twelve and twenty four. My wife is two. Danielle has fourteen. Danielle has two more wins than me. Jesus and Marissa has fifteen. Christ. Like the, the less you know, the less you know. And Marissa, it's like when we it's like when we go bowling. Like I actually try and I get gutter balls, and you're just like, yeah. Or Marissa's like, always asking me like after my picks, who'd you pick? Who'd you pick? Who'd you pick? <laughs> I'm like Marissa, did you at least make your picks already? All right, then I'll tell you my picks. Yeah, I've I've never like, she's never really like okay, I'm gonna do your picks. So she's done okay. I'm happy. I'm proud of her. Right, that's good. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I'm probably back down to an 0 in four weeks. So let's do this. Uh, <laughs> let's see. The Chiefs. I, I mean, the Chiefs are three and one at home, but they 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 don't have a very good covering against the spread record as far as that's concerned. Because I neither do the Raiders. Well, they were minus one and a half their last two games and lost both of them. They're done. Dude, suck. Me the freaking week. Yeah, they did. Sean, what do you think about Sunday Night Football at home against the Chargers? We're gonna minus slap seven. Them. We're gonna slap them. We're gonna slap them. Seven. Um, Coming um, off a bye. I think nine or oh, and we get uh, Debo, Yushchek, Al Shayer back. Uh, back to back games for Mitchell. Chargers. Uh, I think, that, and I'm being honest, and this is one of those not the bias. I think the Niners win by at least oh man, fourteen. Stop it. I swear. I swear. I swear. Stop I it. it. By 14? Swear. Two touchdown Bro. game. Two touchdown game. 
Uh, see, and if it ends up being 10, then I'll be happy. But I'm saying 14 just because I'm And then on the, other, on the other side of the coin, I'm waiting for the Chargers to actually step it up. They're 5-3. and three. No Keenan, no Mike Williams. We know it's going to go to Eckler, and Herbert is still playing Herbert. Yeah, but, but you don't he's, know how it's going to go to Eckler, though. Herbert? It doesn't matter who's got to go to Eckler. You're going to have the best defense <laughs> okay, in football. Dad joke. <laughs> Justin Herbert. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I don't know. I just think we're still – I think the Seattle being in first is one of the best things for the Niners right now because we yeah. know, like, second you half should, of the season is now. You should alternate line it, Sean. How does that work? What do you mean? Go on your bookie and find the alternate line. You can probably find like Niners minus ten and a half instead of seven, and yeah, the payout will be fat. Yeah, better, yeah. I, I no. think I think I think we'll win by at least. I mean, I'm saying at fourteen. Least fourteen. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm I might make that bet with you. I'll take Chargers plus fourteen against you, bro. Fourteen. I think I mean That's a lot. Ten's a guarantee. I think ten's not. Even, I mean, should they give up? They, they've showed their run game. They've given up five yards a carry this season flat out just that's been their run defense they've given they, up only one team under 100 yards and that was the broncos everything else has been like 130 or more that. two or three games over 200 yards they've given up i believe so wow i don't know bro i'm just looking at the intent of the numbers <clears throat> sunday night off a of bye week i mean just the look bills at the bills are that ugly five against the vikings you see josh allen bro they don't know I, if he's I, even playing the game oh yeah. that's right that's right that's I why think, yeah it's the uncertainty of 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 mm-hmm. josh allen so i mean right now if you you might want to take the vikings because then if josh allen doesn't play then it, that's a beautiful number yeah agreed yeah um, good, bro. no 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 I yeah think that's baked in already oh because i think so um if he doesn't yeah, play well home. maybe not are you saying that if he played, don't is he? I think they'd be at least a touchdown favorite. No, maybe not. I mean, I mean Minnesota, my second team, they got a pretty good record too. So maybe I am tripping. I haven't really put too much thought into handicapping this line, but yeah, that that might not be. That might be with Josh Allen. So you're right. If he's announced not he's not playing, that thing's gonna go to one or two or something, right? Right. I, I will say this. I mean, just just play it until until it doesn't work. I don't know why. I have played the Packers more than I have played against them. Just start playing against them. And I mean, guaranteed yeah. right now, it's what, week 10? Yeah. So we have, a, what, nine more weeks? Mm-hmm. 10 plus 18? Uh, barring a bye week by, you know, from Green Bay, I bet you anything you'd win five out of, or six out of the nine games that they played. You like Vrabel. You like Vrabel going up there on, on, uh, no, it's Dallas. Dallas oh, I'm, I'm ahead. Dallas sorry, is, sorry. is, is, is Dallas in the Packers. Is that yeah. Packers? Broncos, sorry, I'm ahead. Broncos are visiting um, Tennessee. You think you Tennessee's think Green Bay beats Dallas field. this week? No, no. Pick the Cowboys. Yeah. Pick oh, against oh, Aaron Rodgers. That, Green team, Bay, they're done. that they're team is done, atrocious. Done. I don't even know what a spread would be if the Packers and the Raiders played at, in Dallas on a neutral site right now. I don't know what the spread would be. Those two teams. You trust are, Prescott and at Lambeau, though? Prescott's good, bro. No, yeah, Tony Paul, I didn't. Paul, yeah. I didn't ask you if he was good. And that defense. And that defense. I just trust that defense. I trust that defense. Yeah, Dallas's defense forced Aaron Rodgers to do everything with who? Adam Lazard. Giants at home only have to cover a touchdown against Dude, the Texans. Fishiest, no, fishiest line, bro, to That's me is the Dolph, no, Dolphins at home only three and a half against the Browns. Come on. The Browns? Come on. That's not too okay. fishy. Browns? Three and, three and five Browns versus the six the, and three Mark Dolphins. Mark freaking won that, that game 
Monday night. Week in Cincinnati last week. Mm-hmm. Browns coming off a bye too, I think, right? Just uh, going, uh, I believe, that, going I believe to that so. muggy Dolphins, you know, the high power Tariq Hill, the way two is yeah, playing, like, like three and a half. Like, that's just, I don't know. Like, I see the Dolphins just like, freaking stopping off. Muggy if. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Anyways, but uh, Cardinals at Lambs. Mm. Lambs, so disappointing. Lambs. So hungover. That's a big one. Yeah. I think I even picked the Rams to even maybe I've go ta- to the Super Bowl. But I've, I think at least NFC Championship, that's. God, so I bad. think I've taken the Rams three times this year, and I've lost every single time I took them. I think them. I've taken them twice. <laughs> when they were at home against uh, Atlanta, and that whole debacle, like they were uh, they had the block run, yeah. and like, oh my gosh. All right, all right, Mark, Mark, how do my how uh, how do my fly eagle fly do on Monday night? Do we believe in them yet? Sure. <laughs> do we believe in them? What about no. my Jacksonville though? Who they Jack- played, Sean? They haven't played anybody. Bro, are you now? Who are they playing? Who are they play? Who are they play? Who are they play? Who are they gonna play? They they don't set the they roster. The, they play the Lions, the Commanders, the Jaguars, the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Texans. Come Damn. on, they, they beat the Vikings. They, they beat the Vikings bad. and the Cowboys. They they have beat them. That's that that those are the two that I'll give you. They beat okay, the Vikings and, and the that's, Cowboys. And that's and that's I guess so. I mean, just thinking about it though, the second half of the season, that's probably going to be the best team they end up playing is Dallas, and they're probably going to beat them again. Yeah, and then oh, they play the Commanders again, Colts, Packers, Titans, Giants. Oh Bears, yeah, they Cowboys, went undefeated. Saints. They might they might lose one, but there's no reason why they shouldn't go undefeated. There's no. Right. They're, 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 but I will say, I, I will say schedule. because. But there's yeah, there's cakewalk and then but then there's being tested too. They're not winning the Super Bowl. I'm telling you right now. Uh let me see other teams in the NFC who I think will matter match up better in the playoffs. Um be sound so biased. I think the Niners. Niners hundred percent. hundred and ten percent. I still think actually we're the best team in the NFC. Really, Sean? hundred percent. A hundred percent. Getting McCaffrey, I not swear with to God. Rush under center in Dallas. Oh Lord, McCaffrey <laughs> is gonna make Jimmy that much better. We at least know we can just right. dink and dunk when we need to. Right. But I mean, you guys it, can't. You guys it's... won't beat Seattle. Oh God, we beat him this year. We talking about? We already beat him this year. We'll beat him again. You, mm. you you think Seattle's a better team than us? I'm not saying they're not. They got a. You, you're. They got a better record. They do. There's no doubt yeah. about it. They haven't been hit with the injury bug like we have, and they're playing good football. The guy, this guy, this guy, go down the injury bug alley. Who the hell we've had this stuff this year? Son, you know who it is. Come on. God, don't start. It's Kirk Cousins with them gold chains, bro. Just cross another one. What was that about? Come on, now. I don't dude, know. Dude, I think they were like, like, hey, hey, come here, come here, midlife crisis, bro. <laughs> They've showed like this bull. You like that? And then him with the chain last year. <laughs> now this bull's freaking drunk with chains. They're seven on the and one. Dude, they're hella good. Oh, they're good. Where the hell did I got, miss that? And they got. That's what I'm saying. Too. That's what I told you. They're oh, that's the quietest seven and one I've ever seen in my life. What the hell? Yeah, um, good. for the NFC though, yeah, if, if you can stop Saquon, um, Giants, it is, bro. Damn, I, I right? did not know there's Saquon. Giants, so Giants won't make the playoffs. Giants won't make the playoffs. Giants won't make the playoffs. You mean won't do anything in the playoffs or won't make the playoffs? Giants won't even make the playoffs this year. What? Giants okay. aren't that good to me. The Giants, the Giants won't even make the playoffs with an extra team in there. What about so the Jets? Who are the six or seven teams that are making the playoffs? The NFC. So let's give it up so to the New York NFC, teams. NFC teams. Let's go Niners, 
Honestly, I still hear it. Do you think Seattle or Giants? You pick one or the other. Well, we thought Bucks at the beginning of the season. What do <laughs> Bucks, we know? Bucks will, make, Bucks will make the playoffs. Bucks will make the playoffs. They won that division. The Bucks will make the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Tom Brady will make the playoffs. Tom Brady okay, will make so, the playoffs. All right, so you got the Vikings. Vikings, Bucks, Niners. Bucks, Niners, Eagles. Eagles, Dallas. Dallas. Dallas makes the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and this is where we got to start getting selective. Do we so, like yeah, Seattle, it, it, Giants? Uh, I still think Seattle is going to come back down to earth and not make the playoffs. So you think, they're, you think they're more likely to come down to earth instead of the Giants? I, I, I just like how the Giants are. Oh, I don't know. Like, okay, but, but, but see, like, because both teams are like getting those nitty gritty, like just hard fought wins, you know, like, that's a two, tough one. Ten games. So ten games. Can the freaking bank, can the Giants, okay, Giants get four out of ten. They make the playoffs. Ten, ten wins will get you to the playoffs. All right, let's see. Hold on. Oh, What's hell? You know let's what? Because they, they, they have a third or fourth place schedule, I bet. Let's see this. You know, you also got to think too. The Cardinals and the Rams. Texans, that's what's kind of helping them. They have Texans, thir- they're three Lions. games up. They're three games up on the Cardinals, Rams, who both are at three wins. Well, about the Commanders, I think they're the fakest four and five team. They're not that good. No, they're not. So Texans, Lions. This is for the Giants. Texans, Lions. Split that. You can even win both of them. You should win both of them. Cowboys. You can lose that. That's fine. Commanders twice. You win one of those. Eagles twice. You're going to lose both of those. Lose both? Maybe maybe split. No, you're going to lose both of those. <laughs> Stop it. Vikings and Colts. You can win one of those. That's four wins right there. Four out of ten. Yeah, ten wins. You're in the playoffs. Ten like, wins. Hey, so Giants yeah. in the playoffs. So Giants in the playoffs. Seattle okay. in the playoffs, maybe. Okay, no, we, there's, there's, only, there's only one more. So I'll, I'll do Seattle, and then we'll wrap this, this, whole, this show up. Let's see. Or Seattle. There we go. Seattle. <clears throat> so they are six and three. We, we got to do Seattle, actually. I, 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 I got to bring so six and three. reality. Let's go. <laughs> game by game. Well, here's two wins in a row. Buccaneers and Raiders. When I, uh, one and one. Those okay. this weekend. Okay. And then the Raiders in two weeks after their bye. So they get them the bye. Let's say the one. Uh, Rams. Oh, fuck. Let's go. Uh, so then comes down to. Uh, I so they have two Rams. You want to say they may, they might split the Rams? Split. Split. That's fine. Yep. Okay. Yep, split. Panthers, win. Win. Niners, maybe Lose. loss. Chiefs. It's Thursday night though, so fuck, they might beat us. Thursday night though, <laughs> <laughs> we'll beat them. Is that Chiefs? Okay. At the Chiefs. Oh, they can get the ass whooped. And at home against the Jets. I, I'm. They I'm can still, beat the Jets. Uh, they should beat the Jets. Okay. I'm okay. sorry. So there. So there's the. So there's the. If they beat the Raiders, one of the Rams, the Panthers. And then maybe the Jets playoffs right there. Four, ten that's, wins. that's four wins. That's ten, ten wins. wins again, too. So, yeah, something, it's going to come down to some kind of. Tamper. You know what? I think we have to do Mark's team now, too. Last one. This is actually fun. Jets. <laughs> the Jets for real. <laughs> Dude, Salah's but, taking receipts, baby. But the but the Jets, I mean, the, the AFC, but the AFC is kind of not not easier. But is it easier to predict or no? Let, let me see real quick. AFC, I'm going to AFC. AFC, so they are six and three. And you've got to look at how the other teams are doing. So if you just go. Into the AFC South, one team's coming out of that division, so that's one less team you need to worry about. So play, so playoff right now, playoff. They are fifth right now at six and three. Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore, Tennessee, and then Jets and Dolphins. Dude, and the Chargers are shit. Chargers are five and three. Patriots are five and four. Cincinnati's still down there at five and four. That's tough. That's gonna be tough for oh, the Jets to make tough. it. And the Jets, tough. the rest of the regular season, they have the Patriots, the Bears, the Vikings. The Bills, the Lions, the Jaguars, Seahawks, and Dolphins. 
Dude, I don't know. Easily get to nine wins right there, maybe ten. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That's that's yeah. great. I, I like we're talking about these teams though. I should, I should probably write. I should probably write these these three teams down, and we'll see who who makes the playoffs out of all three of Jets, these. So. so the New York teams in Seattle. That's yeah. crazy. All right, so that does it for. Hope everyone enjoys Week Ten of uh, the NFL slate and that's it for the 166 of the common bookies podcast gentlemen it's been another long one but we know this we know during the you know we didn't even talk about basketball and the crap warriors and how they're doing right now Mm -hmm. so take us away for episode 166 we'll see everyone next week episode 166 super super fun we knew it was gonna be long because we weren't here last week but yeah just at that point of the season where football is still heating up nascar and baseball just ended uh yeah, hopefully you guys keep enjoying the content we're providing completely free, colliding the world of sports and comics. Super, super quick shout out to my son, Kaysen. Happy 11 months today. That boy's getting too damn big. Had to sneak nice. that in because I got your uncles on right now, Mike and Mark. But yeah, definitely, guys, keep checking us out. I know Mike will be providing all of our social media, how to reach out to us, where to follow us, etc. And yeah, we love you guys. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Thank you, guys. It was fun being back. Always hate missing a week. Uh, miss, the missed week feels like uh, it's been a couple weeks, but big uh, night tonight in our nation with the elector or with the votes um, with the election 2022 here. Um, hope everybody that can and had a chance to go out and uh, have their opinion uh, balloted there out there did and. Um, Let's see where we go from here. It's been crazy since the pandemic. Um, it's been crazy doing this podcast for how many years of you know with you guys and just keep on learning about these comics and keep BSing about these sports and having fun with all the fans around the globe. But uh, we continue to keep doing it and we hope to keep doing it well into 2023 and beyond. So um, everybody that listens, we appreciate you and uh, your time. So thank you for that and uh, if you want to reach out to us as always uh at the comic bookies on social media twitter and i instagram you can also find us on facebook here um if you want to send us an email you can do that as well the comic bookies at gmail.com let us know what's up and um yeah we're gonna we got always more surprises for you hope everybody that's in the contest with us um hope you guys can try to beat sean and i because we are doing pretty decent but uh let's try to keep getting uh three in one weeks at least and uh see where it takes us but thank you everybody it was fun 166 and uh once again uh let's uh make this country the best it can be uh for you and me so take it away mike Speaking of this country, in the last couple of weeks, we've added two more states to the TCB uh, passport for the states-wise, uh, the state of Washington and just this week, the state of New Hampshire. So I believe that's 32 out of the 50 states have been listening or downloading to us since I've been taking this data. That's probably you know 8 to 12 months or so. Uh, one more huge thing to talk about next week. We'll probably talk about more about in next week, but I will say that uh, if you – if anyone was fortunate enough to grab – Badges for San Diego Comic Con 2023 next July. Myself and Mark were able to get badges. We'll be there Saturday and Sunday next year. We can't wait to see everyone pass out, you know, some flyers and stuff. Do some, you know, some interviews live for the show and stuff. It's gonna be so awesome. Um, I've been. I went in 2018 and cannot wait to bring Mark out there and kind of bring, you know, the the show to everyone there for the first time. That's gonna be, you know, pr- pretty exciting. Can't wait. So, yeah, with that, um, 
again, congratulations, Joey Logano and the Houston Astros as we, you know, finalize another couple seasons. But for Mike, <laughs> for Mike, my name is Mike. <laughs> for Mark and Sean, this is the Comedy Podcast. Yeah, it's late. It's 11:30, um, and for some, you know, for the state of Hawaii and Arizona, who did not, uh, you know, fall back, so Arizona is at 12:30 right now. So, uh, but yeah, enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, enjoy each other. Peace the hell out. Enjoy Election Day. Peace, peace, and always enjoy each other and hug each other. Tell them you love them. Rest in peace to. Coy Gibbs, obviously the son of Joe Gibbs. We love the sport that he's a part of, both of them, football and NASCAR. So uh, rest in peace, Coy, and uh, condolences to the Gibbs family. We love y'all. Take care of everybody. Peace, y'all.